<laughs> oh my god what's up everybody welcome hey. to lights camera cocktails. cocktails it's about to get hot as fuck in this house because we turned off all the fans yep. all the acs windows closed we're gonna sweat our asses off for you for you it's all for you guys and happy fourth of july happy fourth of july technically tomorrow but we're starting early. Yep. Burr, burr, burr. Shit. The fireworks started a month ago, so. Yes. You know what? Last night I drove over here and I saw fireworks all the way from Riverside all the way to LA. Damn. Just everybody pop, 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 pop. Well, uh, before Zenobia yells at me, I am Jason. And I am Zenobia, <laughs> who's not yelling. <laughs> and we are a podcast that pairs amazing cocktails with amazing, amazing movies. movies. Yes, we are. We got an amazing movie for you guys today. And an amazing drink. I am very excited for this. I'm not going to lie. I took a sip. I know. It's I okay. Know, it was so good. It's okay. Okay. Let, let me tell everybody ahead, what we're drinking. Ahead, go ahead. We are drinking the red, white, and booze because this <laughs> thing is filled with booze. Dude, this thing looks incredible. You're supposed to have a hurricane glass, but unfortunately, oh. I could not find any hurricane glasses here in the great city of Los Angeles. Yeah, hold it to your face. So uh-huh. cool. You so we got these oh. beer steins. Oh yeah. Is that what these are called? I think so. It's called a pimp cup. A big ass <laughs> pimp cup. Um, so, okay, so you got to do this in layers. Mine are separating, but in the layers, you're going to have... I'll demonstrate. Red on the bottom, and the red is going to be light rum. You're going to use one and a half ounce of light rum, mm. and then you're going to use three ounces of red Hawaiian punch. Yes. But I couldn't find any Hawaiian punch no. at the liquor store that I went to today. <laughs> so we're using strawberry lemonade and grenadine. Oh, I like strawberry lemonade. Yes. And I use uh, freeze-dried... Strawberries okay. for that, and then so for the white layer, layer we're gonna use coconut rum, and we're gonna that's this yeah. part right here, and then we're gonna use some pina colada mix, pina colada, and I put a little bit of cream of coconut in there to make it thick. That cream de cocoa, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> every time. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> and that's the white layer. So we're gonna top it with the blue layer, which is one and a half ounce of light rum again. Okay, I really want to drink this. Go ahead. We're no, gonna no, use, no. I'll wait. We're going to use blue carousel to make it blue. I also use some uh, freeze-dried blueberries that kind of make it purple, but I think it's going to make the taste sound. Yeah. Taste good. These are heavy, too. Yes. I I'd feel like this to up thank to the, the Academy. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. Smashly. Oh, Smashly is here. Smashly's in the building. She's in the motherfucking building. She's not going to join us on this one because, well, it's hot as shit. Oh, wait. Yes, of course. She's in the building. She Yours is still frosty, babe. Show the people. Show the people. See, she didn't get a stein. She got a. <laughs> that's fine. All right, cheers, you cheers, guys. Cheers, you guys. Oh, that's a nice. <laughs> no problem. Mm. Oh, brain freeze. <laughs> Babe, totally worth it. That's so good. Mmm. Oh yeah. And that is Zenobia's partly made up red, white, and booze. That is really good. Adult slushy here. Mm. Um, I. That's quickly climbing the charts. Yes. I totally tried to find a cool cocktail for us today. And when I found this one, all the recipes for these had vodka in them. No. And Smashy don't do vodka. Nope. And I don't really do vodka. And I don't really do vodka. So I decided to mix it up with some delicious rum. We used Bricardi and Captain Morgan. So the Captain Morgan is the coconut rum, which is really good. I've never really tried it until um, <laughs> Karina gave me a bottle of it, and it was really good. 
Our niece. Big surprise. Who just turned there. 21. Karina. She gave it to me. Thank you. Cruz, go yell at your sister. I know you're going to see this. I know you're going to see this. <laughs> she don't watch, but... Okay, so that is mm. the red, white, and booze. Because it's boozy. It's booze all up in that. Mm, yeah. <laughs> all right, so we and need thicker straws, though. Yeah, be careful with the blue. Because that that's double alcohol. Gets now. stuck. Oh, really? Yeah, blue carousel. Okay. And the rum. Okay, so mm. you ready for a little bit of her story? On the red, white, and booze? On blended cocktails. I'm going to get drunk fast. I already know it. That's this is cold and it's hot out here yeah. and it tastes good Don't as Don't worry. I got another shit. picture of it in the freezer. Oh, it won't be layered, but it's in there. fucked up. Okay. Okay. So um, we're going to talk about some blended cocktails. Okay. So they let's talk about just Sex, like. Sex, baby. Let's talk about. Let's just talk about me. ice drinks or okay. whatever. So it started back in East Asia where they had shaved ice and they would serve them like they would shave big chunks of ice and uh-huh. shave flex off of it by hand and mm-hmm. make it into a snow cone, put flavor stuff just like we see today, right? Yes. I've seen so, memoirs of a geisha. Yeah. yeah. And this it's their delicious cool was a little girl. This man gave me some sweet ice. Yes, some sweet ice. So the electric blender started back in nineteen twenties. Oh. Did you know that? No. But they were really big, they were clunky, they were dangerous, they were not made for in home like giant ones like yeah. dr emmett brown trying to make ice in uh back to the future yes Part exactly 3. it's just a huge iced tea <laughs> human, just like two ices piece of ice come up yeah it's huge so i think mainly like restaurants and like hotels and shit like that had it but it okay. wasn't like a thing like we all have like we have today gotcha so by the 50s it became more like of the blenders we know today, where they were smaller, less dangerous, and could fit on a counter in your fucking house. It's a big ass glass. I gotta maneuver this one. <laughs> Do you pay? So, um, where was I? Okay, so. 1950s. Yes. In the 1950s, it became better. And the guy who invented it was Fred Waring. And he invented the first, like, blender. And he released this book with his blender called the electric blender recipe and in that book was the first blended strawberry daiquiri daiquiris daiquiris <laughs> yes <laughs> we will do that movie okay so um it was first mentioned in this book okay and around this time also blended margaritas started being a thing because at first they weren't they were just on the rocks at and apparently yeah at midnight and of course I guess daiquiris weren't blended. I just, I've always known them blended. Yeah, I've always known them as like ice blended. Well, before the 50s, no go. Because what they gonna blend it with. So once they started doing this, it became really big and bars kind of couldn't keep up with blenders and making all these fucking tropical drinks. Especially in the 50s when all those Hawaiian drinks became very big over sure. here. Um, Aruba, Jamaica. No, that's more of like the the '80s when that song came. Yeah, out. I'm talking about like the '50s, like in the late '50s, people came home from war and was like, you know what was kind of good? These tropical that drinks. lava flow. Yeah, I just got back from Pearl Harbor. Yep, Put we some did talk about this my drink. with the lava flow. Yes. Um, so what they would do is bartenders would turn soft serves into drink. 
makers so okay. that it would be frozen. Okay. Which we still do. I do that in my movie theater, and that's how we make our daiquiris and margaritas in a soft serve. So it's has made its way into being into mainstream. I mean, like, you know, if you go to a Mexican place and you're like, let me get a margarita, they're going to ask you, blend it or on the rocks. Because Anybody that's been to Vegas has had a Fat Tuesday. Ooh, I will stand in That's just a slushy with alcohol. Yes. And last time I did buy Specifically tequila. I bought it, bought one of those right outside of Coyote Ugly when I went. That one that's like as tall as me. No, I got a little one because it was late. (laughs) It was my birthday and I was already been drinking too much. So, but yeah. And that is the history on the blended drink. I love it. Yeah. So we got a little history going on. Hey, no bullshit. This is really good. I know. This came out of my brainchild. People, guys. I am sorry in advance because I'm going to drink this like it's a slushy. Yes, great. I can't really taste the alcohol. I don't know how much you put in there. Oh. But also, we have a big cast today. We done. Why don't you tell the people what we're doing? We're doing... Oh, my God. Wait for it. This is a it. very big like, <laughs> event for us, you guys. Or for me. Because this is a first that we've been talking about for like 40-something episodes. We're doing... Hold on, hold on, hold on. We gotta, we gotta, proper. Independence Day. Independence Day. It's finally time. For my baby, Ruby. we to properly talk about Mr. Will Smith. Just not try to find a way to segue to him every episode. Mm. Now, is that why you wore red? So that... People can't see that you're blushing. I I was going to wear red for... I was like, well, I guess I'll wear red for the podcast because it's like, you know... It's Independence Day. Independence Day. And you got that blue Then I end up wearing a white you. dress underneath this. And my hair is blue, so I really did dress up. Did you I do this? Me. Tell me you did this specifically for this episode. I didn't. I was going to do it blue anyway, but I didn't know what color blue. You could have said yes and be like, that's how much I care. <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm not. Because I'm not the biggest person to wear like American flag shirt or anything like that. So this is just a lucky accident. It worked out perfect. You look great. (laughs) I look sweaty. Thank you. I love it. Shit, I'm sweating big time. All right. So Independence Day. Independence Day. Oh my God. Can I hit you with the stats? Happy 4th of July, everybody, if we haven't said that yet. Motherfucking 4th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hit me with the stats. Give me your best shot. That's, that's good. <laughs> Real good. It's really good. <laughs> okay, Independence Day. Okay. Came out July 3rd, 1996, which is the day we dropped this episode. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Perfect full 23 circle. years ago to the day. To the day we are talking about Independence Day. Mm-hmm. So, budget. Seventy-five million dollars. Today's money, a hundred and twenty-two million dollars. Okay. So, it made three hundred eighty-nine million in nineteen ninety-six. So, in today's money, it's six hundred and thirty-six million dollars profit. Okay. That this movie fucking made. It, <laughs> it is. I can't even. It's a huge, huge blockbuster. Yes, absolutely. Hit. It put Will Smith on the map as being a bankable guy. Was this? No, we'll get into him. But yes, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna mention. Him as I, much as I can. All right. So this episode, we're doing uh, Will Smith 
along with Independence Day. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sprinkle in some Jeff Goldblum because I'm going to geek out. Good. I was hoping you were going to geek out. I'm excited. Because I started writing so many pages of Will. I was like, oh shit, what about everybody else? Yeah, there's a whole lot of people in this there's movie. There's people in this movie. A whole lot of people. No with one told me there was resumes. other people in this movie. Right? <laughs> I thought it was just Will Smith. Will Smith. <laughs> oh, wait, that's Gemini Man. What you talking about? Gemini Man? Will Smith with Will Smith? <laughs> yes. Coming to theaters soon. I do want to throw something out about that. Okay. Gemini Man. He's supposed to be Will Smith now, who's 50. And then, like, 25-year-old Will Smith. Will Smith in this movie is 26 when he filmed this. So this is, like, the Will Smith that he's pretty much trying to... Okay. They're trying to make young him look like. Now, in I Gemini, mean, does he look big or is he, like, nah. skinny and cut like he is in this one? Yeah, he's more skinny and cut. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got you. But I don't know. I haven't seen the whole thing. Just watched the trailer a million times. So... <laughs> Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. You as you fall asleep. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. Are you ready for the Did critics? you vote? I did vote. Okay. Okay. So, critics, 64%. Motherfuckers. Audience, 75%. Okay. Zen- I get it. Zenobia, 89%. Based on? That the movie is good. How much of that is Will? 98 percent <laughs> i mean 89 percent of that is whoa okay no i'm just saying that um the movie's good uh watching it 23 years later you can mm-hmm. see the technology difference from sure. now until then yeah um the story is kind of weird towards the end and i i love it and I, I love it because it still stands the test of time. It does. I think it's On July a 4th, no story. matter what year it is going to be, in 3020, it's going to be playing this on TNT. Like, sure. it's always going to be on in July. Now, this is an action blockbuster. Yes. This movie is made to have big explosions, big uh, visual effects. Which we don't do much of. But it also has a show. good story that interweaves itself in between and... They uh, close things up at the end very mm-hmm. well. From the drunk crop duster with his family yep. to Will and um, Vivica. Vivica to the president and his wife yep. to, you know, Goldblum and his girl to how they meet and how they interact with each other. Mm. Everything actually blends very well. It's a very yep. well written and very well orchestrated Rise and fall. Yeah, you get to see and, where everybody ends up. Yeah, for sure. Where they start, where they end up. Mm-hmm. That's always good. I like it a lot in that respect. And it's an awesome movie. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't seen it, I don't know what you've been doing with your fucking life. You had 23 years to see it. Yes, you did. <laughs> okay, so are you ready for the completely made up drinking game? <laughs> You ready? I'm ready. All right. So you take one simp when Will Smith is just sexy as fuck. Yes, I am. No, I'm just stupid. I'm just joking with you guys. I'm just playing. That's not a real. That's not a real one. That's just me. But I almost. I thought about it. Um, You take one simp when someone is on the phone. If this isn't an insanely beautiful woman, I'm hanging out. Okay. 
which happens a lot. Now, keep in mind, I've taken like 30 simps I just know. sitting here because this drink is so good. So simple way, people. Yeah. If you make this drink, you're going to you're going to need You're going to be simping through this whole yeah. movie. Mhm. All right. <clears throat> so you take one simp when someone smokes a cigar. Got your victory dance. Well, I got it right here. Yeah. Oh, and nice. quite a few people smoke a cigar. Not until the fat lady sings. I didn't hear no fat lady. This is important. <laughs> mm, fat lady. Fat lady. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the dad smokes one, Will, and his friend smokes Jimmy. one. And yeah, so mm. even like one of like the captains or something, what's the scene where he like has it in his mouth and he turns and he sees something and he just drops the cigar out of his mouth because he's oh, just so shocked. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah there's a it lot does, of cigars. There's in a this. lot of cigars in this one. Okay. Okay, so you take one simp when you see a news clip. Interesting. Which fun fact they used real uh, newscasters for the. Clips. I like that. So if you recognize one of your state's newscaster, take a double simp. Okay. And I do see one. There is an LA one on there that I do recognize. And she's oh. still on TV. I'm curious to see if Utah was in there because I do know they filmed some of this in Utah. They did. Okay. So let's say the next simp is when someone says or sees radar. Gotcha. They say, I don't see it on my radar. You start out with that shit. Yep. It's the end of the world and we know it. (laughs) I feel fine. And that nerdy uh, Asian dude that's golfing is like extra excited. It's like, motherfucker, you're not worried at all of what's going on here? And you know what he does? He picks up a phone and he calls somebody. So you take another sim on that one. Mm. Homeboy hits his head on the bunk bed. Yep. He's like, oh. So... um, you take one simp when David's name is said. David. Okay. You'd be nowhere without my David. Yeah. You guys You'll are... all be dead now if it wasn't for my David. For my David. None, None of you did anything to prevent this. this. Ah, oh, don't, don't give me unprepared. Come on. Yeah. What was it? Uh, New Mexico. Ros- Roswell, <laughs> New Mexico. You and, knew then. Uh-huh. And you did nothing. And she says his name a number of times as well. His name is said a lot. I don't even... The it, president says it? I didn't even know Will Smith's name in this movie. Until now, because I never really? remembered. Yeah, I always remember hearing David, but I never heard what's mm. his name, Stephen. I never heard him, them call him Stephen. Mm-hmm. Was it like Stephen Heller or something mm-hmm. like that? Sergeant Stephen. Or Big Daddy, according to Jimmy. Mm. Check me out, Big Daddy. I'm going to try something. Don't do <laughs> nothing you, stupid, Jimmy. Uh, you know me. <laughs> oh, damn, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you take one simp when... Stay in your homes is sad. Ah. Which happens a lot in the beginning, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> Russia panics first. Because mm-hmm. they get to Russia first. He's, the president sees everybody panicking and causing mass hysteria, which is why the president stays at the White House, sends everybody else. Y'all get out of here. I got this. Yeah. I want to calm the country down. Yes. Okay. okay. Everybody stay in their homes because we don't know what the fuck's like, going on yet. He's like, I don't. I'm not leaving. I'm gonna stay in my home because mm-hmm. I told all them bitches to stay in their homes. Mr. President, with your permission, I'd like to remain at your side. <laughs> so, um, you take one simp when Area 51 is said. Area 51. Area 51. Take my word for it. There's no Area 51. You, you had, knew then. You, had, you uh, did nothing. You did nothing. You had spaceships. <laughs> you didn't do nothing. He's like, sir. 
No matter what you've read in the tabloids, uh-huh. there's no such thing. Oh, that fucking douchebag. Not- oh, no, that's Bill Pullman talking at that point. But yeah. the douchebag that finally comes clean. He's like, that's not technically correct. That's or- not entirely accurate. <laughs> it's very, very waspy and white. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Mm-hmm. That's why you don't get Phil mad when he's like getting fired and shit. Oh, hell no. Yeah, like, yeah you've been lying. Hell the whole no. Time. Knock his ass out, Bill Pullman. <laughs> Please do it. So, you take one simp when Will Smith is flying. I have got to get me one of these. I have got to get me one of these. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, oops. Uh, no, no more oops. No. They say we try that again. <laughs> yes, without the oops. That's the, that way. Okay, so you take one simp. This one's going to get you fucked. Mm. When you see someone die. And that's just like when you physically see them die, like, you know. Like a pilot getting blown up. Yes. Or somebody like that. Somebody that says, oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know. Explode. Yeah. When they're like looking up at the, the stupid spaceship and she's like, oh, so pretty. Boom. Boom. That bitch dead. Told stripper, your ass not to go. Stripper bitch. You should have kept your ass up. Told you not to home. go. Now promise me you won't go. And she's like, I promise. Like, I'm gonna like, all right, bitch, be a basic white bitch and die then. I'm gonna make it through and get married to Will Smith. Let's not judge her by the fact that she's white. She's just basic. Basic. Basic comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. colors. This is true. There's black basic bitches. <laughs> I, I know a couple. I do know some. What's okay. happening? Blank. <laughs> <laughs> just put a beep there. Beep. All right. So. <laughs> Finish your drink. Okay. When the ho- White House blows up. Oh, shit. Boo-boo. That famous scene when Most the White House scene. blows up. Yep. You finish your drink when Will and Vivica get married. Yeah. You I'm know? sorry. I should have done this a long time ago. Her ring is so hideous. There's <laughs> no way in hell I would marry this dude. Jasmine got a thing for dolphins. I Whatever. I love fucking zebras, but if I got a zebra ring, I'd be like, how old am I? I'm I like when homeboy walks into the locker room. Like, they, they orchestrated that shit real nice. He gets the letter, and he's like, damn, I'm sorry, man. You know what you got to do? You got to kiss some serious booty if you want to get into the space program. I'm talking about you got to get on one knee. Then he's like, I like the one knee approach because it puts the booty right, right there in front of, and then he drops it. He's like, what is this? Baby, this is a wedding ring. And then the guy walks in. And he's oh, like, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> so you finish your drink when will says i promised you fireworks didn't i yeah i like that didn't i promise you fireworks yeah (laughs) that is you got anything to add into that oh i think we should add a couple of things to that yeah uh oh you gotta take a drink Mm. every time you hear the word checkmate Ooh. i'm just gonna add that one just that once. All right. Drop the mic. There's so many things that you could add to this. It was but hard. that's a good one. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> you did not just shoot that green shit at me. <laughs> so that is the completely made up drinking, drinking game. game. <laughs> I'm already feeling good. I'm feeling good too. Mm. Yup. I'm very excited about this movie. I love this movie. This is like a childhood movie for me. Yes. You know, you know how people watch uh, a Christmas story or yeah. whatever a Christmas movie when mm-hmm. Christmas comes around. 
I like this movie on Fourth of July of or around Fourth yeah. of July. You know, I don't know if there's too many Fourth of July movies that have made been made any better. I was just telling Smashley that I've seen this movie in every possible way you could see this movie. I went to the theaters to see it on July 3rd, 1996. Nice. I owned it on VHS. I've owned it on DVD. I've streamed it. Like, I don't know. I've watched it anyway. Have you, you watched it? I've watched it on cable. While you're sitting on the toilet, Netflixing or YouTubing for like 30 minutes straight. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, I just put my whole business out on the street. <laughs> everybody, yeah. everybody does it. Yes. It's fine. Anyway, you talk about it. I'll see it that way. <laughs> okay, well, let's dive into it then. Let's get into this movie. Something else that I would have brought up, but I think we got enough drinks or simps and finishes your drinks in there. Mm. But you know what would be a good one? Mm. If you uh, like take a drink every time you see the date come up on screen. Oh, so you know how the they post like... July second, yeah. July third, July fourth. Yes. Okay, okay. That's Independence cool. Day. Yeah, exactly. I think that's cool. So this wonderful movie was co-written and singularly directed by the great Roland Emmerich. Rolling with the homies. Rolling with the homies. <laughs> Which I oh God, don't know when we're ten. I don't know what I'm going to do that movie. But Fuck that movie. Me, oh, I'm kidding. I'm free kidding. month is coming one day and I'm going to get you. And you're like, what's next week's movie? And I'm like, that was a stop sign. And I'm like, I totally pause. <laughs> Got you. Them ageless women. <laughs> girls, are, they still look the same. Yeah. It's been like 20 years. I love it. Clueless is my shit. Hey, I'll, I'll do that movie for Paul Rudd. That is the very first thing I've ever seen that guy in. Is ever. Really? Yeah. It's oh. the first thing I can remember of him. I think I seen him in Romeo and Juliet first. The no, Leo DiCaprio Yeah, no, one. yeah, because he plays Prince What's-His-Face. Prince, exactly. Prince What's-His-Face. But anyway, <laughs> he's not in this. And, he's uh, not? No, no. So, oh, okay. Mr. Roland Emmerich, even just watching this movie, you know he was greatly influenced by Star Wars. Like, if you see the uh, angles of the camera when you're watching, like, all the uh, aliens fighting the um, aircrafts, straight up Star Wars. I mean, look at the scene Mm -hmm. where Will is going through the ditch or whatever. Not the ditch, the little... Oh, the uh, the mountains? Yeah, he's going through the mountains, uh-huh. and, he's, and they're shooting, and they're yeah. going through. And he's yelling, where you at, baby? Yeah, that's straight up fucking Star Wars. Straight Even up Star to Wars. the point of them running into the wall. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he did. I got you. Yeah, I mean, you know, he did a good job, nonetheless. So, uh, Mr. Emmerich has quite an impressive resume, nonetheless. He's so, all right. <laughs> he does a lot of action. He does, um, he's done some dramas or uh, action dramas too one of my favorite movies the patriot he actually did that one not directly after independence day but uh he went to godzilla first then did the patriot Mm -hmm. so i think he kind of gained some clout with the 
studios and stuff and be like, come on, guys, I brought you Stargate, I brought you Universal Soldier, I brought you Independence Day. Y'all made money. Yeah. Give me this one. I made lots of money. Exactly. And he did a great job in that one. Uh, Stargate is a really good one. I do remember going to the movies to go see that in 94. And then, can I tell you a fun story about Stargate, I guess? Sure. Kurt Russell. So, so, um, Ronald and his friend, Dean, they got the idea for this movie when they were doing Independence Day, when they were doing promotion for Stargate that came out in 94. So a reporter asked him, like, why do you always do, like, alien movies if you don't believe in aliens? Because he doesn't. Okay. He was like, because I just like the idea of it. It just sounds really cool. Like just He's like, just imagine you wake up and one morning you discover that there's 15 mile wide spaceships outside of every major city in the country. Mm-hmm. And he's... He stops and he turns to Dean and he's like, I think I have the idea for our next project. Nice. Which, of course, was their next project, which was Independence Day that we did. That's awesome. We're doing today. So, I mean, he came up with it kind of in talking to a reporter. Yeah, light bulb right there. Boom. And then they spent four weeks on the script. Four weeks? Then it was sent out on a Thursday. Okay, uh-huh. and by the next day, by Friday, they kept getting offers for it. Gotcha. By Monday, they were in pre-production, and ended up being the highest-grossing movie in 1996. That's fast as fuck. <laughs> that I is know. fast as. I know. Fuck. I read that. I was like, "Holy crap! Who does that?" Send that shit out Thursday. By Monday, you're in pre-production. Shit. Okay. Yeah. So I thought that was a really cool story. I got you. And he does some movies afterwards too, which I still like. Some people judge them and don't like them too much. Mm-hmm. I like them. Like he did uh, The Day After Tomorrow with uh, Ashley's boy, Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was like, whatever. It was. I enjoy that kind of stuff. Uh, he did 2012 with the great John Cusack. Bad movie, though. Bad movie, great actor. Great actor. You know what my favorite movie of that is? Hmm. John Cusack yelling at his family, Get the fuck out of the house! Let's go! <laughs> Let's go! This isn't a regular earthquake! <laughs> God damn it! Um, this, this house is gonna collapse and... Get the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to say shit to me. My dad would be like, Let's go! And mm-hmm. I'm running out the door. And I love... ten. I don't love 10,000 BC, but I love never seen it. the idea of it. Yeah. It was a good movie. Okay. You know, and there's a couple of life lessons in there that I learned. Um, in 2015, he had a movie called Stonewall come out. Uh, I have heard nothing about it, but I watched the trailer today, and I will find this movie. It is about the Stonewall riots oh. that happened pretty much to the day 25 years ago. Wait, 35 years ago? 40. I don't remember how many years ago it is. 85? No, it was 95. 70s. That's 40. 40 years. There we go. So, yeah. And it looked like it was just like showing how people gravitated to this bar and how people were affected by the riots. Mm. And 
the shakeups that the cops would fucking do. I got you. Um, he also directed Independence Day Part Resurgence. Two. Whatever. Um, <laughs> it was. You know, God will. You're not interested. You told me that Will wanted to do it. He did it want to do it. Scheduling. It was scheduling, so this he was filming Independence 2 the same time as Will was filming Suicide Squad. Ah, I gotcha. So I kind of wish he would have did Independence Day because I think it would have yeah. been good. And he does do sequels. It's not like he's a non-sequel guy. No. I mean, he has Men in two Black fat, 1, 2, 3, Bad Boys, bad boys for yeah. Life. Full love. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. Let me ask you this. Is Jeff in there? In Independence Day? Resurgence. Yes. Yes, he is. Okay. He sure is. So is Vivica. And I think the president okay. comes back. Bill Pullman's back in there? All I right. think so. Okay. Um, yeah. What I happened? I can't remember much. Is... <laughs> I was the mustache got too big. <laughs> I couldn't remember. I was like, let me think. Every time you pause like that, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm going to never pause again. <laughs> okay. Want, so, you want to hear a fun fact? Hell yeah, I want oh, to hear a fun fact. Are you about to move on? I mean, yes. We can move on from Mr. Roland. Uh, keep doing you because you got another Stargate coming out. I'm curious. Oh, um... By the way, he is one of the first uh, directors to come out as being gay. Is he gay? He is. Okay. And he mentioned that being a gay director, coming out was something he was afraid to do because he thought that he would fuck up his career and he wouldn't get any work. Mm. He said that it has changed nothing, that people don't even give a fuck because he makes bangers and makes money, man. If it makes money, it makes sense. That's all studios care about. All right, so the when U- you're in demand and you got you're on your shit, and yeah. you, you know, even you're his bankable. Flops, yeah, even his flops make a bunch of money. I give a fuck. <laughs> so, um, the U.S. military agreed to support the film and allowed the crew to film in military bases. Gotcha. And even consult with some of the actors on you know nice. military procedures and stuff like that. But when they found out that there was parts about Area 51 in the script, uh-huh. they withdrew their support of the movie. Ooh, interesting. Because that shit is real. It's real, man. Fuck yeah, it's real. I know it's real. I believe in aliens. I believe in aliens. I love them. Do you? No, I'm scared of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's all because of this movie, too. They're here. <laughs> um... <laughs> So mm. I give you a story that is not in IMDb or any of the uh, web searches. Hey, man, what? How do I know it's true? I can't verify. I mean, second degree of separation. All right. So I had this acting coach. Let's call him uh, Ryan R. Williams, because that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa. So he was in this movie as an extra, and apparently. When they were shooting these scenes where the spaceships are shooting all across the bases, mm-hmm. the stuntmen did not want to do it. None of the stuntmen wanted to do the scene because they uh, told them, like, you're out of your fucking mind. I'm not running that close to these explosions. That is incredibly dangerous. That is incredibly stupid. You guys have to do this. You have to do a better job of this. And so, all the stuntmen walked off. Okay. 
And they, <laughs> they just was like, extras! Yeah, exactly. I think I even spotted his ass uh, in one of these scenes. <laughs> um, and so they put all these extras and anybody that was like technically down to, you know, risk their lives uh, next to these explosions. Because you see how close some of these guys, you know, get blown to the left, blown to the right, this, that, and the other. If Will Smith those asked explosions me are real. Himself, I'd probably do it. <laughs> they gave him a pay bump, and these extras did it. All right. Yeah, that was interesting, <laughs> and that was the stuff that was filmed in Utah, among other scenes. Obviously, I'm getting the hiccups already. Shit. Dang. Okay. You got me in a rush. I just had my coffee too. Do you want another fun fact? Uh-huh. While you're drinking, you call in. So, um... Hit me with your fun fact. I'm gonna hit you with my fun <laughs> fact. So, the helicopter used during the welcome wagon scene... Oh, yeah. They, uh, added it, added a bunch of flashing lights to it, and they took it out for a test spin once they got it, and... Over 150 residents of Orange County, California, called 911 because there was something flying in the sky that they didn't know what it was, and they got all these calls about a UFO sighting. This was in Orange County? Orange County. Shit. I know my mom didn't call. (laughs) I don't know. She's always looking. She's always looking at that moon. She's always looking at the moon. She's not going to waste her time calling, though. She's like, check this out. See, I told you. I told you there was aliens Mm -hmm. out there. In 90, what was this filmed in? 94, 95? Yep. Yep, I know exactly where we were at. And we had a roof at that time with a um, walk-up, like, what is it called? Balcony? Widow's Peak? No, Balcony. Isn't that what that's called? Uh, No, it's called a balcony. Okay. (laughs) I feel like I know We used to sit on the balcony and watch the fireworks at Disneyland. So maybe we were up there and maybe they saw that stupid helicopter... (laughs) <laughs> and she was like, oh, look, yeah, that's got to be a UFO. That's got to be a UFO. Back then, I, she would always say, that's got to be a UFO. She's probably right on at least one of them. I'm sure she was. <laughs> I got one more fun fact before we move on. Okay. Fun fact. Fun fact. This movie. This one? Was shot in 72 days. 72 days? Yes. Mm, that's pretty good. Which is kind of weird for such a big blockbuster movie with so many action scenes for you to do. Two and a half months. I don't know. That's what the thing said. It was like, this is pretty short for, I mean, think about it. Sure. Yeah. Because these action scenes do require a lot of time and a lot of preparation. Mm -hmm. I get that. But. Obviously, they they didn't give a shit. They were like, blow it up. Well, as you remember, we were struggling to find a scene with Mm -hmm. some dialogue, like a, a back and forth scene. For last week, yeah, to to do pretty hard, you know, and therefore, you know, if you're doing a lot of action, then you're not worried about dialogue as much. You don't have to do as many takes, right? Because there's only so many times that you can blow something up. You don't have a lot of extras. That's true. You know, you can't blow up a plane more than once. Unless you got multiple planes. Knocking this shit out in <laughs> one take, people like Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Hit it and quit it. Fun fact on Robert Rodriguez. His first movie, El Mariachi, Mm -hmm. everything was one take. Because he could only afford one take because he was shooting everything on film. He was shooting it himself. He would shoot the one take. He'd put the camera down. Then he'd hold up the boom and have them re-record everything. Oh, wow. 
He couldn't even have a homie hold the boom? $7,000 movie. I would have held the boom for free. Hey, he had, he, I don't know. <laughs> That's crazy. My man paid for the movie by like donating blood or bone marrow or something like that. I heard it was a sperm. Is that what it, shit, there's, there's, there's legends on how he paid for it, but shit, he's got his ranch in Texas now. Whatever, there could be like little Rodriguez's running around here we don't even know about. <laughs> shit. We'll find out later when we start making movies. Okay. Well, you want to dive into this cast? Let's swan dive. Let's start with uh, the children's. But before the children's, let's start with Dakota. You know who Dakota is? Fanny. No. <laughs> it's Boomer. The dog. Oh. oh. The super dog. Boomer the Boomer. dog. He's jumping all over the cars and then he like barely dives into the cage or underneath Ooh. the freeway. Yep. Vivica's like, Boomer! I could have called my dog for days and his ass probably would not have gotten... My dog, Will... Bacon burnt. Gone. Yes, my dog's name is Will Smith. I don't know if I ever told you all that. Mm Mm-hmm. The second. The second. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, Will's second. Well, this was uh, Dakota's only movie, but I thought that... uh, She did a good job. She did a good job. Can I keep her? Yeah. Boomer's a girl, people. Uh, so they usually use girl dogs. Do they? Because I don't think they like to see penises. That makes sense. And they don't want the boy dogs humping the sea stands on yeah. <laughs> Red Rocket all up in this bitch. No one wants that. It's gross. Robin got molested all week, man. <laughs> we went out to see my uncle. If you haven't noticed, I'm dark as shit I noticed. right now. Yeah. We were out in Arizona. They went out there, left me here all by myself Every so they could go see somewhere. Paul McCartney without me. It's okay, I've already seen him. I'm going to be honest with you, he did a great job. I know he did. And as usual, he said, we'll see you next time. And I would have I could My mama was very happy. She cried? Oh, yeah. I got some great videos. (laughs) As soon as I get some free time, I'll post that shit. (laughs) So, starting with the youngest child in the movie, the little one, the president's daughter. My day. With the president's daughter. Oh, yeah. You remember that movie? Fuck no. What is that? It was like a Disney. <laughs> that came out of nowhere, too. That was a Disney Channel, like, movie. It was called My Day with the President's Daughter. And, like, this guy, like, meets the president's daughter. And he has to take her on a date. But it's kind of weird because she has, like, secret service and shit like that. Last one re- I remember like that was with Sinbad. And he it was, was like, protecting like that. the yeah. president's daughter it was or the president's like son or some shit like that. But they had, like, a song. And it was like, my day with the president's daughter. Oh, yeah. My okay. day. Anyway. So you know what I'm I talking about? I knew you weren't asleep. You- yes. Oh, you- Will Friedle? He was the he was the boyfriend that took her out on the date. What? I can't believe you. Thank you, Smashley. You Fini. made me Fini. Fini. I love I love Will Friedle. That dude needs to make more. Yeah, projects. what happened to him? I like him now. Okay. Even in Girl Meets World, he's like, Fini. I can't oh, do it right. anymore. That's right. He does show up on there. Plays with squirrels. <laughs> well. President's daughter, Little Whitmore, uh, is played by the great Mae Whitman. We're talking about girls. We're talking about Parks of a Wallflower. We're talking about Parenthood. Yeah. The series, not the movie. Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Check this out. Okay. This person 
has 149 credits. Well, she's been active forever. She's so. only like 24, I want to say. She might, she might be pushing 30, but shit! <laughs> 149 <laughs> credits. Killing it. She uh, stays working. Mm-hmm. Like you said, she's in a bunch of stuff. She does a lot of voiceover work. So she did some voiceover work for Avatar The Last Airbender. Okay, she's 28 years old. See, yeah. I, knew, I was like... She just turned 28 or she just turned 29? Well, she was on shows like Friends... Mm-hmm. Law and Order SVU. She was on ER. She she she's stays working. Killing it, and she's so cute and so sweet yep. too. She was in the Duff. Did you see that? I didn't see the Duff. No, it was pretty good. I know you did see Chips. And I she did was in see that. Chips. Yeah, and my man Dax. And I listened to uh, her episode on Armchair Expert. He's an armchair expert. He's an armchair expert. Oh, they got a lot of jingles with that now. <laughs> they got a nice uh, bluesy one. Shit is smooth. I'm telling you. Um, she's also currently on a show that I love right now, The Good Girls. Good Girls. Is that the one I, I think I mistook Good Girls for Girls? Or was she okay. in both? I wouldn't be fucking uh, surprised. I didn't see her on Girls, but I wasn't the hugest fan it of It must have been Good Girls. But Good Girls... With the chick from Mad Men mm-hmm. and sorry, Rita from Parks drinks. and Rec, they're they're down on their luck and they got to do some robbing and some stealing and some shit. It's really good. It's really good. It's funny and she plays like the pretty much like fucked up sister. Now I got Beastie Boys in my head, rhyming and stealing in the not in the LBC. They're Damn, not, they're not from here. I know, but <laughs> I know that song. Somebody's gonna comment on it though. Yeah, they're gonna shot. I know you know it. <laughs> so she has been acting a lot. She's still doing good. I'm sure we'll we'll talk about her in another movie. Dude, she's gonna hold the record for the most projects in a lifetime. If she keeps going. Who is hot? More in this projects bitch. than Samuel Jackson. I don't know. I mean, she do be working. <laughs> she's working her ass off. But Samuel so, Jackson doesn't really do TV shows. He be pumping out movies. Does. Whatever is clever. I did uh, see the trailer for the new Shaft just barely last night. Calm yourself. It was good. <laughs> I, I mean... The oh, sh- you've already seen it? Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> well. That's what the eye roll was for. Ross Bagley. Little man, little Nikki. Okay. Little. This kid was absolutely adorable. As a kid. As, I haven't seen him in. I mean, I've seen him as a doll. He's cute, but he's, he's not. So cute. He's not like, oh my god. Uh huh. Little Nikki. Little Nikki was hilarious. Who grew up in like two seasons. Nikki's Nikki, go make yourself dizzy. <gasps> so those of you who don't know, we're talking about uh, Ross Bagley played Nikki on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, aka Uncle Phil and Aunt Viv's youngest. Their midnight crisis child, as mm-hmm. I like to call him. Philip, I'm pregnant. Yep. Boom. Boom. <laughs> and Viv, you look different. Huh. There's something different about, about you. you. And then Will's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Break that fourth wall. She like. <laughs> I like him in this. I like him in Fresh Prince. I like him in Little Rascals. What's the number? 911. Uh huh. And like he goes, oh, there's my mom. 
And the guy's like, whoopee. It's whoopee. <laughs> yep. Whoopee waves at him. <laughs> I like when he's negotiating with little man. He's like, I'll tell you my pickle for a nickel. How about two cents? Okay. Okay. I got a pickle. I got a pickle. I got a pickle. Hey, 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 hey. We got a dollar. We, we got, got a dollar. dollar. We got a dollar. Hey, 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 hey. He's still working. Uh, he did a movie in 2015. He did another one right afterwards called uh, Gilded Cage. Okay. So he's still doing his thing. Um, I don't know if he's continuing. Uh, that was four years ago. I don't see too much in his uh, in terms of TV. But um, yeah, man. Ross Bakley, you know, keep doing your thing, man. We like you. I like you. And he still got them. His his profile pictures with his little dreads from uh, Little, little Rascals. Rascals. I wouldn't change mine either. I'd be like, yeah, that was me. Little mm-hmm. Nicky up in this bitch. Straight adorable. <laughs> so we're not going to talk about all the kids because there's some kids. There's a lot of kids in here and we can't get to all of them and get oh, to all the actors. Oh, there's more kids? There's You're more right. kids. You're right. Let's talk about the oldest kid, Miguel, a.k.a. Fake Keanu, a.k.a. James Duvall. I call him... Beyond new, because he's fake. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, James Duvall, we like you. I'm just kidding. So he played Miguel. Uh, he's the eldest son to uh, the drunk crop duster Russell Case. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's holding it down. They never disclose where his mom is or their mom. Uh, he's just basically, you know, I'd like to think- taking care of his siblings. However, leaving. That she died, and that's how he got hooked on drinking. Oh, all the fucking time he's just trying to well, cut. Okay, I got you. And then one day, he gets abducted by aliens, and everyone thinks he's even more crazy. That's what I always took out of it. Possibly. Well, James Duvall uh, has done some other movies that I like. Uh, yes. uh Donnie Darko, mm-hmm. another Jake Gyllenhaal movie. More uh, recently, uh, Gone in 60 Seconds. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. He plays Fred in that one. So technically, Fred doesn't have car theft skills. Uh, and he's like trying to prove himself. So he steals a car that wasn't supposed to be stolen. Oh, that's he's right. Like, they get all so you mad guys think him. I can only order pizzas, huh? Boosted it myself. And they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You stole a car that wasn't on the list. It wasn't on the list. You fucking dumbass. <laughs> but, um, yeah, James Duvall, he looks like Keanu Reeves. Fake, fake Keanu. I mean. Freanu. I don't know if he's trying to be or if he's just, you know, that's him. Well, and I mean, Keanu was pretty big. He just came six. first. Keanu showed up first. Keanu was kind of big in 96. Yes, he was. And they were like, we can't afford this dude to be the, the kid. <laughs> no, no, they Let's couldn't. Let's just get the number two, Fianu. Yeah, Take exactly. Take Anu. Well, he, I think he, um, he's got a lot of shit announced and in pre-production. I don't know if he's got his own production company or what, but my dude has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 20 some odd projects in completed or announced or filming or in pre-production or in post-production. He's working his ass off. As an actor? As an actor. He's got names in all these projects. Okay. 
Maybe he's directing his own shit. I don't know. Smart. But, yeah. James Duvall is killing it. And just in case you guys are wondering, he has no relation to Shelley Duvall or Robert Duvall. He's not a Duvall? He's not. He's a Duvall. He's not related the to Duvalls. the Duvalls of Hollywood. Hollywood swing it. Can we talk about one of my favorite characters? No. Or one of my favorite actors? Why not? All right, fine. You love this person, too. Will Smith? Not yet. Oh. Harvey Feinstein. Okay. Fierstein. Fierstein. Okay, okay, okay. You know who that is? Yeah. Who's that? I knew you were going to ask me that. It's the old white dude. Oh. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) He is famous for his voice. So, uh, we're talking about... Mrs. Doubtfire. We're talking about Mulan. Did you know he was in Mulan? Yeah, he does. He plays Yao. Yeah. King of the Rock. Yeah. He's got this raspy, raspy voice. David, David. why did you tell me to not to huh. call my mother to go what to What is in my mother to Atlanta? David! <laughs> David! I gotta call David, my talk to me. I gotta call my shrink. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gotta that. call my brother. I gotta call my aunt. I gotta call my lawyer. Forget my lawyer. lawyer. Yeah, that's him. Can I give you a fun fact about that before you move? Give me a fun fact about him. Originally, that line was, uh, fuck my lawyer. (laughs) But they took it out because they got an R rating. So they dubbed it to say, forget my lawyer. Okay. Which I always thought sounded weird. Sounds a little off. A little off. Even as a kid, I was like, that line always sounds a little weird. Mm -hmm. Now I know why. Yeah. So, I don't know if you know or not, but is he gay in real life? I think so. Okay. Because he clearly plays gay in this one. Uh, he plays gay in Mrs. Doubtfire. Wait, what's his name? They call him like Aunt something. Uh, in Uncle Mrs. something. Mrs. Doubtfire? Yeah. Him and his partner are called Uncle like... Frank and Aunt Jack. And Aunt Jack, yeah. <laughs> I always love that. He's like, matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a fine. Uh-huh. Catch me a catch. I like those conversations. He's <laughs> like, what about Joan Collins? Oh, I don't have. I don't think I have the strength. I don't, oh, but I got some plaster. He's like, all right, that'll do. <laughs> I like him in this movie. Mm-hmm. I like him a lot. Uh, I wish that he didn't die so early. You but knew he was gonna die. <laughs> did you though? Yeah, because you know, he's like he's in charge of the cable office. Maybe he should have went down and to like, the basement with yeah, everybody else. Yeah, he should have gone down the basement with everybody else. You know, or just follow David Can around. You believe this. David, haven't you been watching? You haven't been watching? David. That's twice. <laughs> I told Take you. They say his name, they say his name a, lot. a lot in this movie. <laughs> you will realize that once you do play my game, you're like, damn. I didn't know anybody's fucking name in this movie except David. Mm-hmm. Well, he also played Sid Loomis in Bullets Over Broadway. I know how you like your musicals. Yes. <laughs> you're right. I totally forgot about that. Uh, he did uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. He did a bunch of stuff. More recently, uh, he did Hairspray, the uh, the live TV movie. Played oh, you're right. He played Edna Turnblad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And he's doing uh, The Dark Crystal right now, Age of Resistance. It's in post-production, mm-hmm. coming out later this year. He is a voiceover. He's got that fucking voice. And David! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know how big this project is going to be, but he's also playing the voice of Ursula in The Little Mermaid. 
but I don't think it's the live action version. Is there going to be a live action version? Yeah. Eventually. Of yeah. course there is. No. Disney's. Yeah, don't get me started. <clears throat> Aladdin was good. Sure it was. <gasps> so, James Redhorn. Okay, come on. Let's talk about this asshole for a minute. <laughs> this motherfucker. I'm sure he was a nice guy. I'm sure he's a very nice guy, but he's got a wrist resting dick face. He do. And he plays a douchebag in this movie. He play, Doesn't he play douchebag in like every movie? In every movie. But you know what I've learned is like a lot of the people that play douchebags are really nice people in person. Except for one, but I'm not going to name any names. Just mouth it. So Actually, we've already had that Hollywood close encounter. So James <laughs> Redhorn plays the Secretary of Defense. And he is a sniveling little weasel, just like the president says. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, the president, like, no. Voldemort. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I was like, yeah, That's talk about not it. not what I was about Who to say. Who only cares about themselves <laughs> and making themselves look good. Jesus. Sorry. Not what I was about to say. No, because uh, Bill Pullman says, he's like, no, the only mistake I made was appointing a sniveling little weasel like you, Secretary of Defense. However, that's a mistake I don't have to live with. Mr. Nimziki, you're fired. You can't do this. And he just did, dude. <laughs> and then even afterwards, he's like sitting down with all the kids, cowering. Cowering. But you I know? mean, what are you supposed to do at a time like that? Um, Whatever you can. True. I get it. It's the end of the world. But you know. He did. He joined a circle of religious thinkers mm -hmm. in prayer. Because they're the only ones that would take him. I'm not Jewish. Uh, nobody's, nobody's perfect. perfect. This, <laughs> this character is far from perfect. Keeps things hidden. You know. He does do a lot of other movies. Yes. Like of Scent of a Woman. He did do My Scent Cousin of a Woman. Vinny. My, he was in My Cousin Vinny? Yeah. Who was he in that one? It's been a minute, but it's on his. He IMDb. wasn't the judge. He wasn't mm -hmm. the prosecutor. Basic he must instinct. have been one of the townies. Basic instinct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ever seen Son of a Woman? Ever oh, seen Weed? <laughs> well, yes, I have. Last time I watched it, I was. Uh, he was. Oh, he was the stupid dad in Blank Check. That's probably what I remember. I like him in that one. Yeah, I think that that was a much. Uh, he was still a that dick. That was a good choice for him. To a degree, he was more of an. Um, he was a dick dad. He was a blind dad. Not literally blind. No, I know. But he, he couldn't see his son and how, you know, unhappy his son was. Eventually, he understood, though. He did. He was like, can you let yeah. him come home for his birthday? You know? Yeah, exactly. His mom probably, the wife yeah. probably put him up to it, Like, go get him. I made cake. I made his favorite spaghetti meal. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. Tone Lokes. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to do that movie. That's actually a good one. <laughs> Um, he, oh, he's in Meet the Parents. Is he? He plays like the oh, in-laws. the first one, yeah. The first one. The hell is wrong with you, fucker? Fuck. Oh, yeah, it's he's driving his car. <laughs> That's right. He plays Wedding a dick season. again. He plays a dick again. He does. But sadly, uh, Mr. Redhorn did pass away in 2014. He sure did. 1948 to 2014. That's not that long by today's standards. 
Uh, but he what, made a lot 60, of 66 years. Yeah. Yeah. That's and he bad. did. That's uh, when people are getting ready to retire. That's when your golden years start. He had 128 projects under his belt before he left. So yeah. that's cool. Well, James Redhorn, you played a dick, but I'm sure you were a very nice man. I hope you were. And we appreciate the memories that you gave us in cinema history. Thank you. Mm-hmm. How Now, Miss Mary McDonnell, I loved in this movie. She plays the first lady. What happened? to get too frozen? I put it in the freezer. Yeah, that'll do it. Well, we got a little time. All right. Or are you already out? No. But close. <laughs> but this ought to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't have any fun facts on her, so hit I don't it. have any fun facts on her, but Mary McDonald, she plays the sweetest first lady. You know, mm-hmm. I love uh, how she always calls the president, Bill Pullman, out uh, when he's lying. She's like, like liar. Love, yeah, she's like, liar. She says it all the time. That's like their relationship. Yeah. Like when they're first on the phone... And like I'm, I'm sleeping next to a, next to a, a young, beautiful young brunette. brunette. You didn't let her stay up all night watching uh, TV, did you? Of course not. Liar. Dad let me up all night and watch TV. Uh, ratted him out. Traitor. <laughs> but then again, right before uh, they're about to strike, she's like, uh, you are staying there because you don't want to cause a panic and I'm mm-hmm. not going to let them criticize you for yeah. it. I will stay until after the... Interviews are done. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't want you in that city. And I don't want you in this city either. And he, she, he says something and she's like, liar. Don't you lie to me. She always calls him out on her shit. And even sadly, when she passes, mm. he tells her, the doctors say you're going to be just fine. She's like, liar. Yeah, she smiles and she's like, liar. Oh, it's so heartbreaking. So fucking heartbreaking to see that. She was also in Donnie Darko. This isn't few people that were in oh, Donnie she Darko. Was. She was. Uh-huh. She played the mom. I don't remember. Um. Yeah. Uh. Most people know her from Major Crimes. She's been on that for the last six years. Mm. Uh. I don't know if she's in the newest season or did it get canceled? I've never watched that. No? Mm-mm. I've seen a few episodes. Uh, she plays um, Sharon Raider in that one. But, um, yeah, six episodes of Major Crimes? Shit. She don't gotta do Shit. nothing. Shit. Like, uh, she, <laughs> she did a Scream movie. Which one is she in? Number four. Um, the worst one. I mean... It is what it is. They're all... I mean, like, what do you mean? I mean, the first two are bangers. They're okay. They're all funny and goofy. They're screams. Yeah. Yeah. They're funny, they're goofy, and they're supposed to scare you slightly. You don't it's get like it because you do Yeah, it's not my, it's not my thing. You're not right. Your thing. You're not. Okay. Well, uh, you want to take the reins on uh, Miss Fox? Can I give you a fun fact about this movie before we start with her? (laughs) Go for it. All right. The president's speech was filmed on August 6, 1995. Okay? Mm -hmm. In front of an old airplane hangar that once held the atomic bomb that was dropped during Hiroshima. Was okay. it dropped on Hiroshima or Nagasaki? 
Himashima. Okay. Um, and that happened 50 years to the day in 1945, wow. the same day that they were filming that. Wow. So that was kind of cool. August 9th, 1945. August 6th. August 6th, excuse me. Flip that nine. <laughs> I have another cool... Um, fun fact? Fun fact. Mm. About that speech. Okay. I like that speech. Okay. Bill so, Pullman did a good job on that speech. And this is why we got the speech, right? Mm. So when the movie started, it was called ID4. That was the name, like the untitled name of the movie. Mm. Because I, from what I gathered... Fox didn't own the rights to the name Independence Day. Okay. Somebody else did. So while they were figuring out... <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Woo! My bad, people. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they didn't own the rights to the name Independence Day. And they were going through legal troubles, trying, you know, battles and trying to get it. So... They asked them, like, hey, why can't you just, like, name it something else? Like, uh, Sky of Fire or Invincible or something like that. Okay. Um, Vanish. They're like, yeah, can you, like, name it some of these things instead of Independence Day? So Ronald T. was like, I kind of want to name this. So they went back and they filmed the speech. And they threw in that line. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. And they added it to help to get the name for the movie. And it did help. Gotcha. That's awesome. And you know, sometimes... Rewrites, y'all. Yeah, you know, sometimes people don't like when the name of the movie is said in the movie. Mm-hmm. And this time, it actually helped and it worked. Yeah, like, this you time didn't it feel, works. You didn't feel bad because it was Independence Day when they were going to battle. And he's like, yo, this is not just like Independence Day as in like, we signed the fucking shit and all minute. This is our Independence Day because the whole world is fighting to save its... The planet. Yeah. Like, it's the world's Independence Day. Exactly. And they kind of... no longer be known as an American holiday. But as the day when we said in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. No. We will not vanish without without a a fight. fight. (laughs) voice. We're going to live on. (laughs) We're going to survive. It is a pretty good... It's a good speech. Pretty good speech. He's got that... He's got that voice, too. Yeah. Okay, so in the new movie... Mm Mm-hmm. Um, they mention the first movie, and they reference they like reference it as being called the War of nineteen ninety six or the World of War of ninety six. It's okay. like that's what that war is. Gotcha. It's like you know we're yeah. not in Korea, we're not in Iraq. Mm-mm. We are the whole world is fighting for the whole world. Yeah, and it's not. It can't be called World War Three because it's not. A war between the, us. Between the world, it's... Yeah. It's the Great War of 96. Of 96. And, you know, they they show Will Smith's picture. Mm. Vivica somehow becomes like a nurse or a doctor or something like that. Gotcha. Their son takes over where Will Smith left takes off. Takes up, yeah. Um, and then he's played by the young Shaft in the Shaft movie. Oh, okay. It was all right. 
I will reserve judgment until I've seen either movie because I haven't, so I can't really say anything. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we talked about... How did Vivica do? Vivica, in finding fun facts about her, <laughs> I found that she is more talked about about her looks than we are about her acting. Over like the mid to mid to early 2000s mm-hmm. she mid 90s to early 2000s she is more on all the 50 hottest women i mean 50 hottest black women hottest woman of 97 or whatever she sure. was just on a shit ton of lists she was a sexy little thing i do think that she went too far on her plastic surgery and now she doesn't look like her our fine vivica that we have to get that work done she did get that work done she is now um a semi-recurring role on Empire. Mm. She plays a cookie a sister. She plays Cookie's sister, one of her oh, sisters. Okay. Um. So she's still working. She's still out there. I mm-hmm. believe she released a book not too long ago about her career and falling in love with been. you know rappers and shit like that. Oh yeah. Uh, I'd like to thank Vivica for wearing that dress. Fine ass bitch. <laughs> Stupid 50 cent. You know he got at her. Oh yeah, no, they dated for a long time. Did they really? Uh, probably a year or so. Is that how it, is, was that his, uh, his intro? Intro into what? Into her dress. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he picked the dress. He's like, bitch, you going to the Grammys with me. Oh, wait a minute. Did they go together? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought that like they weren't hooking up at that time. Well, they went as a date. I don't know. If they went as a date, then there it is. What's your favorite movie of hers? I just spilled on my leg. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, Seemed to have messed myself. I didn't really mess myself. Kill Bill? Huh? I'm good. Kill Bill. Kill Bill? Okay. What about you? Black Mamba. I should have been I should have. Mamba. And you know what? <laughs> I fucking feel Vivica. I would have been livid too. All these white girls, you're going to give the whitest of the white one my title? I'm the black motherfucking mamba. Well, only with the black mamba is death for certain. Yeah. She died. Did she? She died. Hell yeah, she died. She did die. She got a knife right in her chest. They killed her first. Yeah, I mean, not technically not in order first. Not in order. But in the movie first. I like her in booty call. <laughs> I'm not I kind of had a feeling like you were going to say that. Call. I had a feeling you were going to say that. Um, there's something. <laughs> Listerine. It's a motherfucking mouthwash, man. It's Listerine with a Y, not an I. What's all these whack-ass names, man? <laughs> I used to go out with a girl. Her name was Gonoria, right? Gnoria. But she spelled the shit like gonorrhea. I can't put that on no postcard. That's true. <laughs> I can't send a letter to mama with the name on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just hanging out here with Gynaria. So I'm going to say this. Uh, I've never been a huge fan of Vivica, but watching this movie today and this week, she did all right. She did all right. I think she was properly cast uh, in 96 to play this role. I don't know too many people that could have played this role. Uh-oh. Fun fact. You ready for a fun fact? <laughs> Hit me with it. Tell me how you feel about this. <clears throat> Don't say Jada. 
Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh, shit. Turned down the role because she was scheduled to be working on The Nutty Professor. Mm. She did a good job. I was going, before you even said, don't say Jada, I was like, who is the 90s black girl that you can alternate with her? There's only two besides Vivica. Jada. Um, what's her name? Higher Learning. No. Uh, Ty Ty? Is that what you were talking yeah, about? Yeah, Tyra. No, I was going to play that role. I don't know if she would want to. I mean, at that time, her and Will were already playing opposite of each other. Oh, yeah. Jackie? So it could have worked. Oh, my God. Will. Will! <laughs> she pushes fucking Carlton. No, no, no. no. <laughs> so bad. That's right. <laughs> so she could have, I guess. Is that what the studios are doing? Damn, man. We're running out of... Uh, we got to cast some more black women to work opposite. He's he's worked with everybody. He's worked with everybody. <laughs> Vivica does... Does she appear on... Fresh Prince? I don't, I don't think, think she she's does. ever appeared on Fresh Prince. Right. He worked opposite of... Oh, I was thinking Tisha Campbell. Did Was she on there too? Oh my God, you remember when they get locked in the basement because oh, of the yeah. earthquake? Stuck in the, in the basement, basement sitting on a tricycle girl getting on, on my nerves. nerves. She took off her Going nails. Out of my mind, I thought she was fine. Don't know if her body is hers. hers. <laughs> He's like, you got nails? Why don't you bring? She's like, here. Here, 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 here. And he's like, knock yourself out. (laughs) (laughs) For real. Okay, so he worked with Tisha. He worked with Queen Latifah. He worked with Tyra. He worked with uh, Lisa. Nia Long. Nia Long. Long. Fine ass Nia Long. Fine ass (laughs) Nia Long. Yeah, I don't think he worked with Ivica in there. She might be the only one. Who else was uh, popular in the 90s? Jada. Holly. I guess they haven't worked together. No. Hmm. She was too big for a show. Well, Maybe. No, when it started, no. By that time, what was she doing? In like 96? Yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. either. I can't remember. I'm too drunk. I'm drunk, Lou. You know what it is? It's in my house. And if you don't like it, you get the fuck out. <laughs> What's up, YouTube? Name that. Uh, what would that be called? Special. Name that special. <laughs> well, Vivica is still doing her thing. She's got, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven projects in either pre-production or post-production or completed or filming. You know, And like you said, she's doing Empire right now, too. So, Vivica, we still love you. Love you, boo. Age gracefully. You're beautiful. I don't crack. I don't know why you're tripping. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and maybe I will watch uh, Independence Day Resurgence. You know, it's got the young Shaft in there. Young Shaft is still in there, pretending to be the old new Will. Mm-hmm. Jeff is still in there. Bill Pullman's still in there. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to check it out. There's a lot of people still in there. Okay. Well, Mar is. Margaret Collins still in there? I don't know. She plays Jeff Goldblum's ex-wife. Oh. So she is the, uh, what would you call her? Like, um, she wor- she's in his cabinet. She's like his uh, publicist sort of person. Speaker of the house? She's not the speaker of the house. 
but she is Bill Pullman, the, the president's, like, I would just call her his publicist. You know, she makes sure to uphold his image. Yeah. That's her thing. Yeah. Like, even, you know, he wakes up and he has a conversation with his wife, kisses his daughter good morning, and he's in his robe and he's talking to walking by and hands the security guard like part of the newspaper and like she's right there like she's dressed she's ready to go can you imagine like like, you're up very early like could you imagine like your publicist is the first thing no i'm just saying like can you imagine like waking up and you get to like work with the president like can you imagine barack obama just walking down the hallway in like a bathrobe like that's just funny if, to me. If Barack is walking down the hallway, I'm gonna study him and I'm gonna be like, he's probably wearing. He's gonna grab his balls. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> his walk is just. Who the hell said it? He's like, the Barack's got a walk that's just a little bit too cool to be the president. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, this fucking drink is good. I think it was Jay Farrell that said it. Because he's great at uh, impressions. It's damn good. It's a damn good drink. Babe, how you doing over there? You want some more? <laughs> no, I've been out of it for a while. Oh, she's oh we got refills over here. No, I've been like fun for a while. Ooh. Awesome. Red, white, and booze. Red, white, and booze. This is a damn good drink. This one I would put right up there with the um, $5 milkshake mm. and the sexual chocolate. Oh, yeah. There's a couple of other good ones in there. Guys, I'm knocking this shit out. Why do you not work at a bar? That's my next goal. You need it. You really do. I do. You really do. You just want free drinks off of me. Shit, I get free drinks off of you. <laughs> that true. That true. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, she's working on Veep right now. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I haven't watched the show, but I'm happy for her. She's been on there since 2017. She plays a character named uh, Jane McCabe. Okay. So... She was not, unfortunately, in the Independence Day Resurgence. So that makes me curious as far as what they did as far as uh, writing her story. I mean, I guess they didn't need her. Did they mention her? I don't remember. Because Jeff Goldblum's in there. I only saw it once in the theater or at the drive-in. Jeff is in there. Yeah. So, I mean, it appeared at the end that they got back together. It's a damn shame. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then, fine. Can I give you a fun fact? Give me a fun fact. (gasps) Fun fact! The only real plane flying in this entire movie in the actual sky is the crop dusting scene. No way. Yes. That's it? That is so perfect that you mentioned that. Because the next person I want to talk about is Randy Quaid. Randy motherfucking Quaid. Uh, um, um, Russell Case, sir. Yeah. And uh, after Nam, uh, got into uh, crop crusting. So tricky coffee. Been doing it ever since. Ever since I was kidnapped by aliens 10 years ago, I've been dying for some payback. And I just want you to know that uh, I won't let you down. Well... Randy Quaid is the older brother of Dennis Quaid. Is it really? Yes. Did you hey, know that? baby. Did you know that? No. But. Hollywood Close Encounter. 
Ashley, dr- uh, Smashley, not Ashley. Ashley was not to be found. Oh shit! Smashley, okay, was out dancing and ran into uh, Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid was drunker than Smashley. <laughs> I can see that. He stumbled out of the dance club. His it's fun- like a salsa place. That's what I said. You said Randy Quaid. Oh, oh I was about to be like Jesus. Shit, no. I fucked up. Scratch that. Strike that. Reverse, Reverse it. Yeah. Gene Wilder. Hello. I love him. Do you? Yes. You talking <laughs> about he's talking about Dennis Quaid. Well, My okay. Fault. They're brothers, but the two have not talked in over twenty years. Wow. Over I don't know, to some bad real estate deal. Like something stupid. I, I have to say that has to be stupid. I mean, anything that's not like he called my mama outside her name mm-hmm. or, you know, burnt the house down. Did something extremely unforgivable. Who mm-hmm. gives a shit about a house? That's your brother tw- what, over 20 years and you guys are working the same town? Well, since we were talking about Gone 60 Seconds earlier, I will quote the movie and say, this is why I do not do business with family. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Except I am, I guess, right now. Yeah, but we're not making no money. <laughs> not yet. So when we start making money, is that what we got to stop? We're like, we can't work together. We can't do it no more, people. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Money got involved. <laughs> no, because, shit, we want to do, like, two episodes a week eventually. Yes. But I have so much fun doing do this, this shit, you guys. You know? that so people, I... tell your friends. Yeah. Tell your family. Yeah. Tell your wives. Because they podcasting everybody. They podcasting everybody out here. <laughs> this is our highest month ever. We're still growing. We're, We're still growing, growing. People, keep it up. So thank you, people, for thank listening. Thank you for listening. Um, thank you for being a friend. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Travel down the world and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Boom, boom, boom. And if you threw a party. I'm mad that you even saw it. I'm sorry, people. I started it. You started it. It's my fault. Okay, I'm done. (laughs) Um, Well, Randy Quaid, I love in this movie. I think he does a hell of a job. I've always loved him. I've loved him in Caddyshack. I've loved him in National Lampoon's Vacation. He plays Cousin Eddie. Eddie, man. (laughs) I love him in the Christmas one. I love him in the Wally World one. Yeah. He's home real tomato ketchup, Eddie. Mm -hmm. Nothing but the best. Nothing but the best. (laughs) I saw your eyeball in my shoes, so got you some. You have these tic-tac white shoes. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he does really good when it comes to doing that oddball He's, character yeah. like he does in this one and in mm-hmm. the vacation movies and stuff like that. For sure. But in real life, he is really an oddball. Is he really? He gets in trouble a lot. Ooh. Um, basically, all his fun facts was about how he ran out on a $10,000 like tab at a hotel. Shit. And him and his wife like ran off to Canada and they lived there for five years uh-huh. until they came back over the border and they got arrested. Um, there's another time that they got kicked out of their house and they squatted and they squatted for so long that they eventually had to be kicked out. Bro. Yeah. You're Randy Quaid. You've done a lot of movies. He's not good with his money. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. No, I don't know. I'm not make I don't know what. I'm just joking. I don't know what he's on. <laughs> I do know he drinks a lot, but I don't know about anything else. And Okay. Yeah. 
he has a sad kind of backstory. He gets kicked out of places. People don't want to work with him. And he was doing some play and some theater in New York was like, we, you're banned. Don't come back. Wow. We don't like the way that you treat our actors and our staff and you're unprofessional. That and, sucks. So yes. he's really a hot mess. He a hot mess. Okay. He real hot and mess. And he plays an asshole a lot of times. Like one uh, scene that comes to memory when I think about Randy Quaid is in Caddyshack 2 when he's talking to this like waspy straight laced country club dude and he asks him, he's like, you ever putted with a wedgie? He's like, no. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's great. All the pros are doing it. So you take your stance like normal, take your club and everything. And then he grabs homeboy's underwear, rips it up. <laughs> and he's like, this is a wedgie. And then he throws him off. He's like, try putting with that crammed up your crack. <laughs> he's such an asshole. He is. Uh, he's a weird dude. That being said, in this movie, I like him a lot. I like the... Um, I wouldn't call him a lovable loser. You know, he's a drunk. You know, I he's a drunk who uh, got abducted by aliens and yep. they took him up there and they butt diddled him and did all kinds of experiments. Tell me, and he came back they do all fucked sexual up. Sexual experiments to you? They mm-hmm. like they are pretty fucked up. <laughs> but he also gets me right here mm-hmm. at the end when he's looking at that picture and he's like, "Tell my children I love them very much." I'm like, "Oh." shit just like my generation says up Up yours yours. (laughs) he's like come on baby he's like hey guys i'm back and then fake keanu comes in dad (laughs) what's he doing (laughs) he uh i hope his acting got a little better than that, because he was... You talking about Miguel? Yeah, because he was totally pulling from Keanu. They were like... I mean, he's got a whole bunch of projects going that's on. That's what I'm he's saying. he's also uh, doing yoga and stuff uh, in Ooh. his spare time. He teaches yoga in his spare time. Somewhere I, in LA. Oh, let's go. Let's go to fake Keanu Reads. Yeah, well, he's also in Brokeback Mountain. Yes, he is. He's in a movie that will be on our free month because you haven't seen it. Kingpin. Woody Harrelson. I have not seen Kingpin. Yeah, he plays like this no. Amish, weird Amish dude. It's it's really funny. He's Kicking it a... Amish. We gotta do a sex drive. That's a good ass movie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And apparently he has Christmas vacation, cousin Eddie's island adventure. <laughs> cousin Eddie's island adventure is that like a spinoff? Of yeah, National I guess. Yeah. Chevy Chase was busy that It does say it's a lampoon, yeah. All right. It came out in 2003. I've seen like the pictures of it, but I've never watched it. Because it's not the Griswolds. Fucking Cousin Eddie. But Woo. it seems like it probably would be good because he's hilarious. Okay. Well, one of the people that I'm very, very excited to talk about is this actor. Robert Loggia. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Nailed it. This man plays the colonel, I want to say. Mm-hmm. So he's the one that's like, Mr. President, I'd sure like to know what you're doing. And he's, direct hit. Get as far away as you can. He's got that voice. He's been in a lot of fucking things. Oh, hell yes, he has. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them being uh, Big. 
with Tom Hanks. I was about to say, one of the most iconic Hell, scenes. yes, it is. He plays piano, the floor piano. The floor piano. It's like chopsticks. I love that shit so much. We will definitely, another one that I truly remember him in, and we'll definitely have, Scarface. He plays Frank. Ain't that right, Frank? Ain't that right, Frank? Yeah, he does that one. Uh, we gotta talk. Do uh, necessary roughness. Yes, I love that movie. He gets the big whistle finally. <laughs> this time it doesn't work for me. Also, Gladiator. I'm not talking Russell Crowe's Gladiator. I'm talking Cuba Gooding Jr.'s Gladiator. Cuba? Yes, he plays Pappy Jack, and I could be the best damn Pappy you ever had. I've never heard of it, dude. Shaking hands with him in this movie is like shaking hands with the devil. Okay. Sounds awful. It's a great boxing movie. <laughs> okay. And it's uh, it's set in the mid '90s. I feel that because he's got that mick kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah. Well, he's a uh, he's a uh, uh, not a loan shark. He's a uh, boxing promoter, but underground, unlicensed boxing. Okay. And so this white boy from Bridgeport moves to the ghetto, gets into a little bit of trouble, and uh, shakes hands with um, Robert. And as he's shaking his hand, you know, he's, he's got his trench coat on, he's got his fedora on, and he's at this diner, he shakes his hand, and he's just doing that evil laugh. He's like, He's got him. Got him in his pocket. I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Robert Lagia. So fucking great. I love this guy. Uh, he was in Independence Day Resurgence as, oh, he wasn't a colonel. He was a general. General Gray. Uh, and sadly, he passed away in 2015. Yeah. However, you know, he was 85 years old. And he... That's a, that's a decent run. Okay, that makes sense. I was like, I thought that movie came out after he died. But it did. It did. But he filmed his scenes. Yeah, he's got a couple of things that are coming out in 2019 that he had already filmed. You know, so... There's a movie called uh, The Savant, okay. where he plays a doctor. Uh, Cries of the Unborn came out in 2017. Uh, so they got some stuff. Maybe, I don't, it doesn't say voice or anything like that. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming that he actually in it. turned in his performance before he passed. So he acted all the way up until the day he died. That's how you do it. Yeah, it's too bad. It doesn't really say uh, cause you, of death. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, passed away. And I loved him in this movie. Get as far away as you can. They're preparing to fire their primary weapon. Can I give you a little Jason's Tech Corner? You gonna do the Jason's Tech Corner? I'm gonna do a little bit. I'm gonna do a little bit. I tried. That's cute. Okay, so um, this holds the record for the most miniature model works that appear in one film. Mm, okay. okay. And... This movie came out before, you know, film technology changed. Yes. So it probably will always be the most movie. It's always going to hold that record. Yeah, because people don't really use miniatures like they used to. No, they don't. The all the like, if you add up all the miniatures they used in this movie, this is like, if you took two movies and put them together, they still wouldn't have as much miniatures as this movie does. Gotcha. Um. Let's see, what's, what's another tech corner for you? Jason's tech corner. I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm working on it. 
Okay, so the White House. Okay. The explosion was built out of a one and a half scale um, model of one, the White House. Uh-huh. They used nine cameras to film the explosion at all different varieties of speeds. Okay. And one of them was filmed in 12 times faster than normal sure. and then played back at normal speed to make it look bigger and slower on film. Wow. Right? That's pretty, did you know that? 12 times faster than normal film. So you shoot normal film at 24 frames a second. Mm -hmm. Multiply that by 12. So 12 times 12 is 144. Add that to another. That's 288 frames per second. That's how they film that shit? Oh, I didn't know they had cameras that fast in 96. Holy shit. Apparently they did. And this scene was added to all the trailers. Mm Mm-hmm. It is the movie's most iconic scene, and that's how they did it. I got you. Um, Let's see. Okay, so the alien spacecraft in Area 51 was a full-scale model that was 65 feet wide. Fuck. (laughs) Right? How crazy is that? That's where that budget goes to. Yeah. Um... Here's another where their budget probably went to. During mm-hmm. the alien attack, when they attack, um, just attack, and they're shooting. The first at, attack? I believe so. When they're shooting and the cars like flip oh, and okay, they okay, like okay. start exploding or whatever. Gotcha. So everyone's running around. Uh-huh. This is how they did it. They took hollowed out cars and they pulled them up by a crane and mm-hmm. they dropped them onto cars that were loaded with explosions. Jesus. And we just blow it up. You gotta be fucking kidding me. And that's how they did it. I mean, I can understand them being like, you know what? This is unsafe and we don't want to do this. Uh-huh. I can get that. Um, Bro. Do I, do I have any more fun facts this on that? This shit is expensive. That's where, oh my God. I can't, I can't fathom doing this kind of shit in front of a camera. It's scary. Yeah. I mean, if... Depending on where they place the camera, those cameras are destroyed. All they have left is the footage. Is the footage. And every once in a while, it's not even the footage. You burn the footage, too. You're like, if dang, you're not you lost everything. Mm-hmm. That, and back then, they only shot on film. Yeah. So even if it just gets too hot, that footage is ruined. Dang. Yeah. Do you got any, that's all pretty much my tech corner. I got you. Okay. Well, I want to talk about Mr. Judd Hirsch. Yay! <laughs> Plays David's father. Uh, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. This is not checkmate. No, this is not checkmate. <laughs> ah, checkmate. I love him. I love him so much. Um, I. Uh, this is the White House. You don't just go up and ring the bell. <laughs> I. <laughs> he has really good funny lines. He's got some great lines. Yeah. Um, I learned some stuff about him. Okay. This old ass man. Mm. He started acting at the age of thirty six. Nice. Okay. And he's in Get it, my dude. big ass shows like Taxi, which we talked about with Grease. Mm-hmm. Um, he he is like ultimate like Jew. Yes. Like very, very he, Jewish. He is like all kinds of Jew. Like his father is a German Jew uh-huh. and Dutch Jew. Okay. And his mom is a Russian Jew immigrant. Gotcha. So he like Jew, Jew, Jew. Straight up. Straight. Straight up Jewish. Uh, 
So Which is where that accent that accent comes straight from. up comes from. Mm. Uh, he's done a lot of things in his life. None more impressive than winning an Antoinette Perry Award. Oh, that's not where I thought you were gonna go. But uh, he's been in two Best Picture movies, uh-huh. and he's starred. He has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yes, he does. And he is a fantastic pianist. Nice. I thought you were going to talk about his 15 years on Law and Order. Boom, 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 <laughs> boom, 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 boom. How are you going to skip over? That's your show. Well, I, <laughs> I, is people getting tired of me singing Law and Order? I don't know. People, I don't give a what sh- do you think? I don't give a shit <laughs> what you think. Boom, 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 We really boom. Do. <laughs> I do. At least I do. I do partly. We pay attention. <laughs> we're not joking. This is your show just as much as ours. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite line of his in this movie? You don't know? It's him yelling on the, area, on the plane about Area 51. Mm. You'd be nowhere without Mike David. <laughs> He's like, we're the only... Sh- Everybody's trying to get out of D.C. and we're the only schmucks driving in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, you don't really think they spend $20,000 on a toilet seat. $30,000 on, on a hammer, do you? I know. That's a good one. Uh, you want to ring the bell or should I? <laughs> if I'd known as meet, meet the president, I, I wouldn't sh- want us tied. I know he's. Like- I mean, look at me. I, I look like a schlemiel. Is that his fault? A schlemiel? I'm not Jewish. I've been drinking. I can't I'm do it. I'm so hot. I'm ready to. Let's hit the shit. I'm sweating <laughs> over here. Okay, fine. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> then it's time to talk about the main three. Starting with bum, Mr. Bum. Bill Pullman. We call him Bill. His name is Bill Paulman. What? Is that? His name is Robert Paulsling. Is what oh, I was, was going to say. Wait a minute. He wasn't in that. He wasn't in that. Okay. Bill motherfucking Paulman. Lone Star himself. Lone Star? Spaceball. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When you're on my ship, you address me as, hey, idiot, not you, captain. That's true. Um, you know what I mean. Um... <laughs> Do you want to know how he almost didn't get the role? <gasps> what? So the president was originally supposed to be a Rick, Rickard, uh, blah, 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 Alan Richard Rickman? Nixon-like president. Okay? So that's how they wrote him. And they wrote the part for... Richard Nixon. <laughs> no. Who? Kevin Spacey. Oh, okay. See, but, you know, you can't get behind a president like that. Yeah. You know, in this type of movie, you've got to be on the president's side. You've got to believe in that president. And Bill Pullman has that. Um, So they wanted Kevin Spacey. But someone at Fox didn't think that he was right for it. I agree. And that Spacey... uh, He's played too many dicks by this point. They didn't you know, think that look he... Look at him in Glengarry and Glen Ross. You they, hate him. They didn't think that he would be a big enough star for this movie, Interesting. Which I think is kind of weird. 96. He was still kind of big. He was pretty big. Um, So they rewrote it. Okay. And Bill got the role. Awesome. It could have been Spacey, man. Yeah. That would have been... Different. That would have been different. I don't know if it would have done as good. I uh, think whoever made that call did a great job. 
I mean, yes, and no. Thinking that Spacey wasn't going to be a big star is kind of dumb, but... Sure, but you can never, you know... It's like popcorn in the pan. Some pop, some don't. Bill, I don't think he's my favorite person to be president. Not that he didn't do a good job, because he did do a good job, but I just didn't think that he was... I mean, but to he play was really this young. president, he's supposed he to be really... because he is a former pilot as well. Yeah. So he's got to be at that age where his age is uh, coming into question by the general population, but he is young enough to still fly a plane. You know, he's a war hero. He's a veteran. He starts in politics. He works his way up. He's an honest person. They voted for him, they got him into office, and then they questioned him. Yeah. You know, maybe we made a mistake. Maybe he wasn't quite ready. You know, maybe he was just a um, senator. He should have waited till he became governor. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever the case, you know. But I mean. Not that he didn't do a good job. He's yeah. just probably not. I don't know who I would have to take his place. I'd have to think about. Who was like big in 96. Ed Harris. He would have been good. He's got that southern accent and that commanding presence. I don't know. I I don't apologize for the lateness of the hour. But I mean, how are you going to go wrong? He's Dr. Harvey, yo. He did a good job. Dr. Harvey. I'm talking about Casper, by the way. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's the medium. You're not really looking for, are you, Doc? I did like... I love me some Casper. Maybe maybe Halloween. Maybe mm. Halloween. Stay tuned, people. Stay tuned. <laughs> My treasure. Yeah. Dude, you got him. You got Nicole Ricci in that one. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. We got to do Casper. He is also in While You Were Sleeping, mm-hmm. which I like. That's also kind of like a Christmas movie. Isn't that movie. that uh, Brad Pitt movie? No. Uh, who? Is he the one that is in a coma? No, somebody else's, his brother's in a coma. Okay. And uh, Sandra Bullock works at the subway station and she sees him like fall onto the tracks or something like that and she saves him. But gotcha. he, has a, he has a coma. And the only way that she can get in to see him to see if he's okay is by telling him, you know, I'm his fiance or whatever. Okay. And so then by the time his family comes in there, they're like, who are you? And the nurse is like, oh, this is his fiance. And then the family's like, what the fuck? Nice. But she falls in love with his brother instead of the dude that was sleeping. Okay. Well, this isn't the last time that he played the president either. He has that presidential look. And so uh, in 2012, he played President Dale Gilchrist in uh, 1600 Pen TV miniseries. Oh, uh, uh-huh. So there's that. And, of course, he played uh, the president in... Independence Day Resurgence, or former president. Former president. And he also played a senator in 2016 in uh, LBJ. So he's got that, you know, political look to him. You know what else he was in? What? Law and Order SVU. Boom, 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 boom. Boom. A lot of Law and Order in this one. (laughs) Uh, You guys, that show is the best. If you don't watch it, you need to. I don't know what you're wasting your life on. You better ask somebody. You better ask somebody. Ask Hulu because they got him. (laughs) Okay. Well, I know that I'm going to have to just sit here and listen soon. So before that happens, we're going to talk about my motherfucker, Jeff Goldblum.
My motherfucker. This dude, Mr. Jeff Goldblum, born in October 22nd, 1952 in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yes. The reason why I like him so much is because he is responsible for co-opening my acting studio, Playhouse West. Shout out to my Meisner actors out there. Who, so, he did work with Meisner himself. He did. He studied in New York at the Neighborhood Playhouse, worked directly with Sanford Meisner. Mm-hmm. Then he did his thing, learned his lessons, became a great actor. Then they came out to L.A., they started doing work, mm-hmm. and they wanted a place to work out and to practice. And so him and Bob Carnegie and a few others started a group of L.A.-based Meisner actors where they could do Meisner work together and keep their instrument fresh and strong. And that became Playhouse West, eventually. Um, And you see it in this movie, actually. You see his Meisner training. So you notice when um, they're arguing about whether or not to fire the nukes, Mm -hmm. you hear everybody else doing their specific lines... And then you see Jeff, and he's continuing to improvise and go on a rant. But he's also listening and responding to everybody else. Because he's talking about, you know, you can't do this because if you fire nukes, then they're going to fire nukes. And then everybody have never heard of nuclear winter. But then she's talking to him, and she's like, no, I don't have to go. This can't be allowed. And this, that, and the other. And then the douchebag saying, you know, general, get him out of here. He's working off of every single actor that's in that scene. That is what Meisner training does for you. Are you ready? Yes. For a fun fact. I got excited there, didn't I? Yes. <laughs> so Jeff Goldblum, his dialogue scenes with Judd and Will Smith mm. were mostly improv. Nice. So I think that's... I love it. That's what's missing from the new one is that uh, connection that him and Will have. Yeah. Yeah. And they're okay. the way they work off each other and just mm-hmm. improv. That's why their scenes seem so real fun. You know, we can quote their scenes more than we probably can quote anybody else's. Sure. Yeah. Um, Enough of the fat lady. You're obsessed with fat ladies. Get us out of here. <laughs> can I give you a fun fact about that scene that you just quoted? Yes. So he uses the line from Jurassic Park's 1993 Jurassic Park. Uh huh. Must go faster. Must go faster. Does he say that in Jurassic Park? He sure does. When? When the T-Rex is chasing him? Yep. Nice. And so he says it again in this movie. He does that classic pose. <laughs> that shirt open pose that everybody I fucking don't, makes fun of. I think he looks cute in this movie. I do not think he looks cute in the first Jurassic Park. He's like he got that weird Jerry like this, curl. Like, yeah. But he's a... Uh, I wouldn't say he's a womanizer, but he uh, he loves women. Yeah. Like he says in there, I'm always looking for the next ex, Mrs. Malcolm, whatever. Me too. <laughs> you, look, <laughs> you looking for your next ex? Okay, I'm always looking for my next ex. Okay. Well, I'll give you some fun uh, stuff about Jeff Goldblum. Uh, one, he's a very, very good pianist as well. Plays in a band. Oh, you got some info? What's the band's name? Uh, off the top of my head, I can't say it. Well, he plays piano 
most Wednesdays mm-hmm. with his band at the Rockwell Club here in Los Angeles. It's not far from here. It's we great. How come I'm just now figuring this out? I don't know. We need to go because when I googled this place, uh-huh. all the pictures of that is of that full playing piano. Yes. So we needs to go so we can see. Mm-hmm. Man, fuck Jeff Goldblum. What? <laughs> Franco's ass. Uh, if anyone has seen Pineapple Express, fucking James Franco. That is where I'm quoting. How you gonna talk shit on your founding teacher? I mean, I would do that to you. I'd be like, man. But Franco went to fuck, Playhouse for eight years. Fuck Jason. It's because it's funny. It is funny. I like the little. Because you, you know, know he's not gonna be mad at joke you. Joke inside of there. Yeah, he's like oh, he ain't gonna be mad. Yeah, he knows me. So another fun fact about Jeff: he has a stage door in his house that he uses to rehearse. He also bases majority really of his funny. characters people are like trying to open the door and they're like this is not even a real door well no i mean it just opens into I know. you know something else so like i'm still the same room so oh I, I'll, I'll grab it for you right now hold on pause just kidding don't pause keep going okay well i'm gonna give you a fun fact you want a fun fact i'll give you i'll take a fun fact okay so uh hit me with the fun fact the spanish TV ads for this movie mm-hmm. show the White House being blown up, and it shows uh, a craft ho- hovering over New York City. And this was mistakenly taken for real news footage, and people were kind of freaked out in Spain and in Mexico oh, when shit. looking at this. And it reminded a lot of people about Orson Welles and the War of the World uh-huh. radio uh, series. If you guys don't know about that, Orson Welles we wrote about it. this. He scared the shit out of people, just like how this trailer scared people. What movie did we talk about that on? I don't remember. I don't remember either, but we did mention that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this book right here, Spoon River Anthology. Spoon Jeff River. used to keep this book with him because this is part of uh, Playhouse West training and this, that, and the other. But he would base his characters off of characters written in this book. This book is a series of monologues by different characters who live this in this town. He's got his little notes in That's his That's right. Books. I do my work. Look at you. This is cute. I'm going to have to borrow that. All right. I'm no, you can't. No, you can't. I might have to buy one of these. There you Jesus. go. You know how many books I don't have anymore? Because people have been like, oh, I want to learn about this. I've you so you act like books. you couldn't go to my house and get it off my fucking bookshelf. That's a good point. <laughs> But it never, you know, it just... You Fine, I will buy my own. I will buy my own. Don't worry, I don't need you. I don't need you. <laughs> I'm just checking. What's that Rodney Dangerfield movie? Back to School. Yes. They buy used books. He's like, what are you doing buying used books? He's like, well, you know, they've already been read. Well, yeah, that's right, and they've already been underlined. Exactly. The last guy who re- underlined it could have been a moron. Get him some new books. That is true. But mm-hmm. I did like buying used books because they were on the light. And they're making a TV series based on that now. Okay. Terrible. We'll Terrible. See. Well, Mr. Jeff Goldblum, uh, what else did we talk about? You know, his stage doors. He's in the weird music. fly. He's in the fly. That yes, grosses me out. And um, he, the only reason why he stopped teaching at Playhouse is because they kind of encouraged him to. It's like, Jeff, this is your time. We love you here, but this is your time. You are starting to get a career going, and you got to focus on that. Yeah, you know, 
He still visits, you know, rarely, but once in a great while. Because you know? he's off there doing movies like Grand mm-hmm. Budapest. Mm-hmm. Fucking doing his shit. He's still constantly working. Constantly. Uh, he was in Jurassic World, the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, play, replaying his Replaying his character. Absolutely. He stays working. He's in that Thor movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. I he's love so, him in that movie. so stupid. I love him. He was hilarious. <laughs> he wore sandals. He didn't, like, walk and shit. He had, like, guy liner on. It was nice. Did he dye his hair in that one? <laughs> yeah, too? it's like a little, like, frosted tips kind of uh-huh. going on. Yeah, he, he stays working. Look at There's the picture, too. As soon as you get on him, ah! that's oh, the, the picture. <laughs> That sexy ass pose is like that. What is fucking Jerry Curl? I can't. I just can't. <laughs> this hair is too much. Get the kids. Get the kids. What's your favorite line Ooh. in this movie of his? He plays. He's been typecast. I will say that. He always plays either the eccentric, like oddball character, mm. or he plays the intellectual, or sometimes both. both. Yeah. You know. I don't know. And he enjoys it. You know, he likes being the guy who figures stuff out. Before everybody else does, mm-hmm. he's you know? like, "Oh, he's, and he's like, got that specific voice." Did you hit? You hit the president. He's like, he you, wasn't the president. Yeah, you punched the president. <laughs> he wasn't the president back then. I hit him. He fought back. It was a fight. It was a fight. <laughs> Hi, Robin. Hi, my brothers. Oh, she's freaking out. It's, I know. I hear know, them too. Fourth of July season. We have fireworks pop popping. Yeah, Robin exactly. don't like it. Um, but uh, Mr. Jeff, we love you. Yeah, we can't wait for the next thing you're doing. What is the next thing you're doing? The Prince, uh, the Price of Admission. Maybe he's playing God. I thought you were oh, gonna say the Price is I, Right. I can get on board with Jeff Goldblum playing God. Morgan Freeman or Jeff Goldblum? Who's God? Like, ooh, depends on whose heaven it is. I don't know. I mean, I could take either uh, one of them, but I would probably go with Freeman. I want to see Goldblum do it because Freeman has done it countless <laughs> times. He's already played God. You know, he's like, uh, what's his name? Something Burns. My mom would know. It's like Ed Burns or something like that. Played God. In you hear that, Sony. Mama? Write it down on your little... <laughs> Dude. So we went on a road trip and my mom legit has post-it stickers. She showed me. With notes for every single episode Super that she's small. watched. Yes. And I can't read her chicken scratch. I can't. She can barely read her chicken scratch. But she keeping notes. But she's keeping notes. So keep notes about making me a beanie, mama. She's watched <laughs> last week's. <laughs> what colors do you want? Purple. Purple. And teal. Mm, oh, speaking purple. of last week, Smashley has something... She she knows what I'm talking about. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Jason last week. What did I do? Talked about a gentleman named Stefan. I did. <laughs> I don't remember last week. I was high last week. I mean, I was drunk last week. Um, Stefan San Sondheim. It's oh yeah, <laughs> Stefan Sondheim. Is Stefan? I don't give a fuck. Uh. Correction, me and Smashley do know the correct way to say it. We just want to throw that out there so people don't think that we're idiots like this guy. But I just want to say, I wrote it on the board to not forget to talk about last week's show. Because talk about Stefan Sondheim. <laughs> Go ahead. Is that his brother? Is that Stephen's brother? He wrote it down, PH. I'm going to call him Stefan. 
I'm gonna fuck. Okay, that's, I just want to throw that in there before I fucking forgot. Steven is somebody else. <laughs> You better not cut this out. <laughs> Mama named Clay. I'm gonna call him Clay. I'm gonna call him Clay. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's cold, babe. Shit. Smashing knows what I'm talking about. Y'all ganging up on me in here. We just calling it as we see it. <laughs> you did talk to her like she was wrong, but Stephen. you were the wrong one. Stefan. <laughs> I thought he was joking, you guys. I really did. I still stand by it. <laughs> okay. Um, My name is Bob. That's B K O B. <laughs> no, your name is Bacab. It's Bacab. right there, Bacab. <laughs> You're funny. All right. Uh, you know how much he made for uh, Independence Day Resurgence? How much? Fifteen mil. Because she was just like, if you want me, because that's the only way this is gonna make any sense. It's the only way that you're gonna pull old people to come see this. Is if I'm in it, you can't get Will. You can't get Will. Yeah. Uh, it was his second highest payday, I want to say. There was another one where he made 18 mil. Jurassic Park? It may have been the new Jurassic yeah. World. Yeah. Because you need him in that. Mm-hmm. It was. It was Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. And then 15 mil for Independence Day Resurgence. Thor, he got 7.5. And he did a movie called Mordecai. Did you see that one? No, but I love that name. It is a good name. <laughs> 4.75 on that one. Okay. And 3 mil for Hotel Artemis. So from 2015 to 2018, shit. He Add chilled. that up real quick. You do? I didn't know calculator. I don't do fast math. I could do it actually. One, two... Unbuckle my um shoe, yabba do, hippity hoo, hot Carry the one. It's about 40 mil. All right. Shit. I want 40 Roughly. I, I'll take 40 mil. I'll take one mil. And one Cadillac. Got me a Cadillac, Cadillac, Cadillac. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, well, before we move on, because then I'm just going to shut the hell up. Yeah, you are. <laughs> my favorite line of Jeff Goldblum in this movie, what would it be? Checkmate. <laughs> um, <laughs> he says it like four times. He's, I like where he's like, bye. You guys Good don't know what night. it is. Good night. <laughs> you think they know what we're doing? <laughs> no. Not a chance in hell. Good night. <laughs> yeah. He also got a lot of good lines. It's your turn. It's the Zenobia and Will Smith show. Here we go. I'm just going to hit you hard with him because I'm hot and I'm so ready for the fucking air. So when Will, Will is dragging... Don't you the, fast forward, Will Smith. I'm not. There's a, there's a lot of in here and I'm going to him. read them. So Will is, when he's dragging the alien across the desert... And that's what I call a close encounter. Um, it was filmed, like you said, at the Great Salt Lake in Utah. And okay. the line, um, and what the hell is that smell? <laughs> it was unscripted. Okay. Uh, and this is because the lake is home to these tiny Bryn shrimp. And when they die, they sink to the bottom of the lake, which is not that deep. Uh. And... They decompose. Then when they decompose and the wind kicks up just right, the smell is extremely bad. And no one told Will about this. 
So that is one of the lines where he's, and why does that smell? It's because it's some shrimp decomposing de- shit. Shrimp decomposing. Mm-hmm. Ugh, that's nasty. Yeah. Okay. Thali, what the fuck is that about? That's gross. Um, the Oh, they also found out that pretty much the entire cast and crew that were shooting out in the desert area got sunburned, even if they were wearing clothes because the sun would bounce off the ground and shine up their legs shine up. Oh, and it yeah. would burn their legs so even will was getting like you know sunburnish for a black eye peeling. i guess yeah so um that's one of them the extras that are are watching tv when will goes by and he's walking his way to the locker room are real pilots they used to be really? extras from whatever base they were at um, let's find some more Will Smith facts. So, so many Will Smith facts. Will Smith, he starred in so many big ass movies, mm-hmm. but he's passed up a lot of big ass movies. That, yeah. So, hit me with it. Here we go. <clears throat> hit me with the shit that, because that list is much smaller. So, you know that he did Wawa West instead of doing The Matrix. We've already talked about this. Yes. Uh, he I think al- that was a good choice. I think that was a good choice as well, because we wouldn't have the, the Wild Wild West. I use Mama. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say Morpheus would have been white, but yeah. Oh, that's true. That too. Uh, so he passed on the script. They wanted him to play Superman in Superman Returns, but he said, especially after making Wild Wild West, he said, "You can't mess up white people's heroes." So nice. he turned it down. <laughs> uh, you can't, yeah. He said you can't mess up white people's heroes in Hollywood, and so he said no. Um, Quentin Tarantino wanted him for Django Unleashed in 2012. Unleashed, Unchained. Unchained. Okay. Sorry, well, I just assumed it had a different title at the time. Unchained. Unchained, and he was Quentin Tarantino really wanted. I think he might have even wrote that part for him, possibly. But Will was not comfortable with. The most graphic violence and how many times the word is said like that. Mm-hmm. They decide creative differences. So he turned it down. Jerry okay. Fox got it. Um, he also was supposed to be in Phone Booth oh, from Colin 2002. Farrell? And he was supposed to be Colin Farrow. Uh, but he said that he couldn't understand where the bad guy's story was coming from. It wasn't clear enough for him. Sure, He really did love the script though and the concept of it. But gotcha. he passed. He passed on it. He was also supposed to be Chris Tucker in Rush Hour. No shit. Turned it down. Uh, he was supposed to be Trey in Boys in the Hood in 1991. Cuba Gooding Jr.'s Dude. role turned it down. He was also supposed to be Kevin Spacey's role in Capex. So there's never a, seen that one. It was not good. Never even heard of that one. I have heard of that one, but okay. Those are just some of the movies that he turned down. He also yeah. was supposed to be in a certain play we talked about. He was supposed to be in Dreamgirls, but they gave it to Jamie Foxx. Twice, Jamie. <laughs> Jamie's coming for you, Will. Mm-hmm. Um, he was supposed to be... He wasn't supposed to be in Any Given Sunday, was he? No. Okay. He was supposed to be Ray. No, I'm just joking. Wouldn't <laughs> 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 that be funny? <laughs> No. <laughs> but those are just some of the movies that Will has. Supposed to be Boondini and Ali. <laughs> He's just doing Call Boondini. <laughs> um, 
He based his character, Steven, that we didn't know his name till today. His, his character off of Harrison Ford's Han Solo in Star Wars. Mm, and okay. after I read that, it made so much sense. Han Solo is really good at what he does flying. He's very uh, clever and funny when it's time to be, but he's also serious and a badass when it's time to be. Yeah. So I can totally see where he's pulling. Time to mess around is a time to be serious. Yeah. I got you. Um, you want to hear some crazy fun facts about this dude? About Will Smith? Hell yeah. He is the first rapper to win Best Rap Performance Grammy ever. Really? The first year they handed it out, in 1989, it was given to him for Parents Just Don't Understand. Parents Just Don't Understand. Uh, he is also the first rapper to ever be nominated for an Oscar. Nice. So Is there any be... others that were? Since then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A rap common? That was for music, though. We talked I mean, about yeah. I'm just saying he was nominated. True that. You know. True. Whatever. Counts. He's still Will's the first though. Will's the first though. Um, He's the only one I can think of. There are two things that Will Smith does in every movie. Can you name them? Fuck no. Just think. Like he cries. He... No, he doesn't cry. Uh, now that's what I call a close encounter. He doesn't smoke in every movie. Nope. Uh, does he kiss somebody in every movie? I don't know. In every movie, he does one or two of these things. Does he guarantee it like Denzel? Um, I guarantee <laughs> it because when I read this fact, I was like, you're right. Have you seen that YouTube video? Yes. <laughs> I think I showed it to you, actually. <laughs> um, he In every movie, he either yells mm. or he says, oh, hell no. Okay. Those are the two things that he always says. He'd be like, whoa. That won't bucket up my butt. Yeah, that won't bucket up. <laughs> yeah, you know he's always screaming something. Uh, and then I watched like a co- like a collection of like scenes of him okay. screaming and everything, and it's really funny. Nice. He does yell at everything. You're like, you're right. He is always yelling, ah! <laughs> just yelling, or he says, "Oh hell no." Okay, um, I like that a lot. I'm didn't you all my Will Smith facts because <laughs> I got to sprinkle them out. But here's another one. He has the Guinness Book of World Records for the most appearances in 12 hours. The fuck? Yes. While he was uh, doing red carpets for Hitch. Oh, okay. I got you. In 2005, Uh he hit up Manchester, Belgium, and London in 12 hours. Nice. And he went to all those red carpets. Is three the limit? Or three the record? In 12 hours. In 12 hours. Okay. Yeah. So he... Express train. Don't stop till Manchester. Manchester United. United. Because we're going to watch Euro Trip. Oh, I was thinking Green Street Hooligans. That too? That too? That's a damn good movie. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Am I done? Are you done? You're not nearly done with Will Smith, but we can... Oh, no. There. I just said a little bit because... My whole notebook would be filled. You got to ration. I got to ration. Ration your will. He he is going to by far beat now Eddie Murphy. Now that we broke the seal. Yes, the seal has been broken. Eddie Murphy, Will Smith's coming for you for the show. 
Okay. We he haven't got, we haven't popped Robin Williams yet either. We have not, and he he's gonna be up in the ranks. We need more movies with the same females in it, though. That's not fair. I mean, that's not fair. Throw it out there. Which one? Who's who's your girl? Meryl. I, I was thinking Meryl. <laughs> she's in everything, but you never know. You never know. And I don't know Goldie Hawn. I love me some Goldie yeah. Hawn. I'm done. They should have never redone Overboard. I thought you were going to say they should have never redone her face. <laughs> we still got to do First Wives Club. Mm-hmm. Speaking of her face. Her face. Fill them up. Fill them up. <laughs> she got them big ass lips. bigger. <laughs> I know. Her lips are bigger than mine, and I got some big lips, y'all. <laughs> so that's it. I ain't got no more. Awesome. You know what time it is? I know what time it is. It's time for Z for the people. Uh, <laughs> I fucking hate you. That's so funny. Okay. Um, this week's Z for the people is brought to you by Will and Jada Smith's Family Foundation. Mm. Uh, it helps uh, inner city youth to find their careers in entertainment the entertainment industry by providing opportunities, internships to people all over. And they help build mentorships um, with people who are experienced in their field. They have scholarships. Um, They do like, they open up doors for a bunch of career opportunities. They educate people on the way that the entertainment business works. They have events with big stars in it. Some stars we've even talked about on the show oh, speaking sure. to you know younger people about you know what it's really like being in the industry, what you need to do, and what type of person needs you need to be to work in it. I've never heard of this until now. Very cool. I would like to figure out how to go to one of these events for sure. Um, but they also have. A saying, and they say, we want to hand over the cameras, the storyboards, the budget, and the deal making. And that is, they want to hand it over to the next generation. I got you. So that is what they're doing. I think that they want to make sure that people who live in the inner cities, black people, Mexicans, Asians, whose stories and faces don't really show up too much on movies and TV, to have the smarts on to how to work the system, I guess, or to work in the industry so that Shit. our stories are told. I got to get in on that. That's what I'm saying. We, I'm going to look up their events and the next time they have one out here, we're going. Show me that shit. So, well, if you want to know more about it, go to cietours.org and there's a bunch of stuff on there. Okay. And looking at this website, it looks like it's more of a Jada Foundation than a Will's Foundation, but I liked it and we doing it. Dynamic duo. Yes. I also found out that Will donates to the charity that I mentioned last week, mm. the Elton John's AIDS Foundation as mm-hmm. well. So I thought that was pretty cool. That's great. Get it, Will. And that is the end of Z for the people. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so people, please email us at Lights Camera Cocktail. No S. Get that fucking S out of here. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> I like this. <laughs> I'm sorry, Junior. <laughs> Get that fucking S out of here at gmail.com. Please send us your close encounters. Let us know what movies you want to hear us talk about this summer. Any drinks that will cool us off while we're doing these movies? Hit us up. Uh, follow us on Instagram, 
Twitter, uh, Facebook, YouTube, you name it. Lights, Camera, Cocktail, Get on that YouTube, people. Please find us on Spotify, iTunes, CastBox, Podbean. If you're, it's, we own everything. And the list goes on. We own everything. The uh, list goes on. What else? Is that all I got? la da 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 dee la da 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 I think that's it. You got everything? Except my script. I dropped Shit, it. because I'm not ready for this scene at all. You guys, I have so many lines in this thing. It is... Oh, fuck so- off. <laughs> <laughs> It is so crazy how much lines I have. I don't know if I'll be able to memorize it, but let's do this. Her way of saying that is that uh, I have a fucking monologue, and she got, like, three lines. I have 16 words. Let's do this. 16. You. I just counted. That's how little this is. Okay. Oh shit! All right, let's see. You guys, we're gonna continue on our summer movies. Um, so next week will yes. definitely be. Next week is July, people. A good it summer. Is, movie. We're going and we're diving into summer vacation movies. Is that what we're calling it? Yeah, summer movies. Summer movies. Yeah. Not necessarily summer blockbusters, just summer movies. And we started off with a good summer movie. Yes, absolutely. That came out on July 3rd. July 3rd, 1996. But we done with that one for now until oh, we can find another shit. Will Smith for me to talk about. So, um, yeah, are you ready? Fuck hit, no, I'm not ready. Are we going to hit it and quit it? <laughs> I have no idea. I doubt it. All but right. we're going to try and do this in one take. Let's see what we can come up with. <clears throat> Let me get my. I'm sweating going. as fuck. Let's do this. You're, you're glistening. I'm glistening. You're beautiful. Whatever. The light is shining off is blinding people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go. Shit. <clears throat> uh, victim identified as Christine Walton, female, Caucasian. Yeah, now, now here's where we have it. Probable boating accident. Yeah. Um, The height and weight of the victim can only be estimated from partial remains. The torso has been severed uh, in mid-thorax. There are no major organs remaining. May I have a a glass of water, please? Right arm has been severed above the elbow with massive tissue loss in the upper musculature. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, partial denubed bone remaining. This was no boating accident. Did you notify the Coast Guard about this? No, it was only a local jurisdiction. Left arm head to shoulders, sternum, and portions of the rib cage are intact. Do not smoke in here, please. Thank you very much. <clears throat> so, this is what happened. Indicates the non-frenzy feeding of a large squalus, possibly 
ungemanis or inserus glaucus. Now, the enormous amount of tissue loss prevents any detailed analysis. However, the attacking squalus must be considerably larger than any normal squalus found in these waters. Didn't you get the on the phone and call the Coast Guard to check out the waters? No. Well, this was no boating accident. This wasn't any sort of propeller. This was not any coral reef, and it certainly was not Jack the Ripper. This was a shark. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> Hit it in, motherfucking quit it! Fucking do it. I don't that care. was good! No rehearsal, knocking this shit out, because that's how we do it when we drink. I think that I did a fabulous job. I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> If I do say it for myself. You killed it in that scene. Oh my goodness. So fucking good. (laughs) Well, you guys, we fucking made it. We made it in not so record time. Not so record time. But with all the people that we were working with, that's damn good. It was a big movie. It was a big movie. All right, folks, that is our show. We appreciate you. We thank you. Keep listening. Keep spreading the word. That is Lights, Camera, Cocktails. Cocktails. Please uh, check us out on YouTube. I... We work hard on it. I think you guys will like watching us get inebriated. And, uh, yeah, we will see you guys next week. Right? Cocktail!